0: And now, coming to you live from the top of the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the
1: one, the only, Punko Podcast! Coming to you from the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's just in! So, quick question, is there some sort of, like, Pokemon D&D game that we could do, possibly? Uh,
0: yeah, it's uh, called Pokemon Table United tabletop united and it's absolutely awful there's like 70 types of damage rolls and like 40 classes and it encourages multi-classing it's all around a very complicated mess because that's the only way you can make a pokemon tabletop game
1: very balanced well i'm looking at this and i'm trying to make sense of it so are pokemon doing the attacking or are trainers doing the attacking
0: this game takes the notion of Everybody attacks! So it's a freaking free for all. Yeah, it's just a free for all. It's absolutely awful.
2: It's Paco!
0: Paco! It's Paco! Paco! Pokemon! The Champions League, oh, yeah. Fuck off!
1: Grab your friends, it's that time again. again. Listen to the show with the never ends.
2: It's Fuck go. Oh,
1: yeah. Fuck Fuck Your host, Puckle!
2: Puckle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Puckle. Puckle!
0: And welcome to the 202nd episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my co-hosts... Shamu. And Viger. And we're here to bring you the 202nd episode of the Puckle Podcast. Uh, Puckle, of course, stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League for you new listeners. We are a Pokemon community, online community and podcast and apparently now YouTube channel uh, yeah, yep. where we just kind of talk about and do things Pokemon related and we all hang out, have a good time, do tournaments. It's uh, it's actually a really, really cool thing. So if you're new, I suggest you take up check out the website PucklePodcast.com, dot com, or you can just keep listening to the show. It's free. You can do as much as you want. Uh, but yep. without further ado, further ado, people, further are gonna get so ado, mad. use your people, words. I mean, it's the same thing. We don't yeah. have anything left to do. So like, without further to do, we just do it. Okay, here we go. But either way, uh, let's uh. Let me ask you guys the question I ask you guys every week. What have you been up to in Pokemon since the last time we saw you? Shamu, if you want to go first. Uh, <laughs> making, this making the bracket? Making the bracket. What uh, Shamu is referring to is the uh, Mini Madness Tournament bracket, which should be up oh, yeah. before this tur- before this podcast is. Uh, mi- our Mini Madness Tournament is our Little Cup Tournament, uh, which we're just kind of having for fun. And it's going to be a blast, so make sure you guys check that out. And uh, I'm competing in it because I really like Little Cup,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: uh, we actually had a pretty good turnout for like a Little Cup tournament. I was pleasantly surprised with how small, how big it was. It's like twelve people. It's there gonna be it. one
2: of our biggest smaller tournaments.
0: Yeah, that's it's definitely one of our bigger honest.
1: smaller tournaments. That's the best way that's, to put it. That's actually quite fitting for Little Cup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I well, I mean, I mean, we run <laughs> we run four <laughs>
0: tournaments a year so we have the uh UUTC the ultimate underground uh champions or tournament of champions there you go <laughs> i keep getting the t and the c backwards it's going to happen for the rest of the time i'm on this podcast uh which uh is just single battles ou standard style we do uh double elimination to make it a little bit more fun for everybody uh we also that's our yeah, bigger tournament we usually have chance. a lo- we have like a huge turnout for that every year and yes, yeah,
2: like 30 people
0: generally yeah. compared to this it's it's much larger and then uh we'll also have the prepare for trouble tournament which is uh which is our vgc style tournament which happens uh about april or may and that gets a pretty hefty turnout as well and then uh, another big seller is the summer league where we have gym leaders and badges to give out on the website which is uh really a lot of fun and that happens obviously over the summer <laughs> for a few months over the summer, but then uh, Shamu and I, as uh, the tournament coordinators, like to kind of just calm it down in the mm-hmm. fall while we're preparing for the UTC, and we just hold a smaller fourth tournament, which is pretty much a wild card tournament in however we want to run it.
1: Well, there you go. Yeah, so when that's the rundown
0: go of our hope. tournament structure. Yeah, it's a. I mean, it's a lot of fun. It keeps us busy. Yeah. It's just busy. and It works out most of the time, actually. It and, it works keeps out. The, and it keeps the community involved. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. And I really like, I, I mean, I like battling people and stuff. So, Yeah. yeah. How about you, Viker? Like, what have you been up to
1: since the last time you were on? And I sent uh, you to go get the oil tanker. Right. No luck. But either way, what I've been up to is more shiny hunting and pushing, putting the finishing touches on my Pokemon Tabletop United character yeah. sheets and whatnot that's going to be as much as we railed on it in the teaser I mean still we're, still gonna enough, <laughs> we're still going to do it we're still going to do it it's just the, this is always the with any sort of like D&D role playing whether it's Dungeons and Dragons Pathfinder or PTU which I'm just going to call it from now on mm-hmm. it's the character creation process is always the most difficult part
0: D&D is a lot better though I mean in 5th edition I'm not, I haven't played anything much other than 5th edition yeah. Uh but fifth edition's really nice in that it it really discourages multi classing and it discourages yeah. a lot of other things. But it's uh it's a very good system and it's very back to basics, I think. Right.
1: And that's that's the saving grace of it. But mm-hmm. But here's the trick with D and D the game master or the dungeon master or whoever's gonna be in charge of the session mm-hmm. can always just flex the rules and be like no yeah. custom classes or no multi classing or exactly. whatever. Just to kind of keep it tame and controlled. So mm-hmm. that we all don't get... I
0: mean, I can't really discourage multi-classing in this, in this, uh, in the Pokemon Tabletop United, just because it's, it's so integrated into the gameplay. Right. And you can't, you can't really
1: discourage it, but... Yeah. So is life. But that's why you write everything down, so you know what's going on. <laughs> Which is the yeah. time-consuming part of any sort of yeah. role-playing session. As Sadly, Ryan it helps. doesn't have, like, an online form like D&D does. No. Where you can just
0: fill things out. No. Oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, so, as for myself, I've been preparing for the for the <laughs> Mini Madness Tournament or Little Cup Tournament that's happening. I've been getting my team together in the cartridge. Uh, I've just finished it, so yay. Yay! I can take on whoever my first Ooh. round opponent is once Shamu gets that bracket done.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's getting there.
0: I mean, it'll be up before this podcast is up, so if you haven't seen it yet, and you're in the tournament, you can go check okay. out uh, PucklePodcast.com, and we'll be sure to have a post and with a link to the permanent bracket site, as well as just a post with a bracket in it. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much all that's been going on right now, right? Yep, pretty much. So, let's kick it over to The news. <laughs> Town radio tower. This just in. And on to the news. So in the news, it's uh, definitely been dry, but I'm I'm thinking next week or the week after that we're definitely going to get some Coral Coral leaks. Uh, hopefully, or they're going to do this.
1: Are they going to do the same shtick that they always do and announce it just the day after I make my post or <laughs> past my deadline? I mean, it'd be really great if they uh, if they. I mean, just if, they, out, if, they, if that, they just
0: give us an announcement, I'll be just so happy.
1: Pokemon Z is coming. At least confirm its existence, and we will all be happy. Well, it's it's been confirmed essentially because you have new Pokemon forms and stuff, and yeah, so the anime I'm itself. But still, it's just an official announcement of hey, this is the game, this is when it's gonna come out. Look forward to it. Okay.
0: I really would like a release date, or at least you know if they were to say like June 2016 or something like that, like just something like that. Yeah, uh, I I really just do see a day. summer release for these, uh, not a fall yeah. release next year because this is like this is this is pokemon (laughs) i mean they kind of have
1: a formula to them as well
0: uh i mean it's been it's been a while since we have haven't had a fall release but to be fair only the past two games came out in the fall in japan and before that it was just all over the place yeah and so you know they just got super We we were just super spoiled in the past two years (laughs) Getting two games within a year of each other. Well, we've had three games within a year of each other here in the US, so.
1: Yeah, but that's beside the point.
0: <laughs> yeah. Either way, uh, there has been some cool, cool new stuff happening, though. I, I think so, at least. There's a lot of cool information floating around. Uh, first of all, uh, this is just a bit more merchy than, like, we usually get, but, uh, I, I need to start highlighting the PokemonCenter.com because it's such a cool website and it's got a lot of really cool stuff on it. Yeah. And, uh, right it now does. they just put up their Halloween merchandise. Uh, they update on Wednesdays, I believe, their merchandise. So I always, I actually do check on Wednesdays. I go to com. Right. And check out their merchandise. And there's actually a lot of really cool stuff. I'm, I for one am a really big fan of this Pikachu pumpkin. <laughs> that's, that's their, like, I want to get that's that cool, so dude. bad. You don't even know. And then they added, like, a bunch, because uh, people have been, like, crazy for, like, the the Charizard, Mega Charizard hoodie Pikachus and, like, the Gyarados hoodie Pikachus. Yeah. And so there's actually, like, a cr they added, like, three of these. There's, like, uh Pikachu wearing a Gengar hoodie, one dressed up in, like, there's as a four. Golbat. They're... Yeah. Another one dressed He's up as a He's got little wings and
1: vampire fangs, and it looks so adorable. Yeah. And then, and then there's little, the, uh... a little bowler hat to the side.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then there's the uh Duskull Pikachu thing they have. It's it's really, really cool.
1: They've even got a nice little uh Joltik card case for mm-hmm. you to use as well. You can put like little like IDs or cards or whatnot and then strap that up and it's Joltik. That's like clinging to the side of your Yeah, I I'm just very it's, it's all really interesting stuff that they've got put out there. I mean the stuff that they have is very
0: cool and I really wanna buy a lot of it. Mm hmm. But I unfortunately cannot all afford it. all of it. Cause he's got a <laughs> podcast
1: to run. Uh, it's
0: not even that. It's not even that. <laughs> I just, like, if I could, like, I might get the Pikachu Pumpkin thing just cause it's a cool little plush and like I can sit on the desk. Cause like, what am I gonna do with a plush honestly other than like put it somewhere? And, you know, that's just, and I feel like that's just like the, the gateway drug into just buying a lot of Pokemon merchandise. And after the whole Amiibo <laughs> fiasco in my life,
1: i've got so many amiibo that they don't all fit nintendo has a good way of eating up all of your money i mean i mean i (laughs) i don't think it's
0: like nintendo what nintendo does is they're putting out products that are just like fan fan fandom products essentially to like franchises that people love and nintendo has a lot more of those franchises than i think other video game consoles have and or ips have and that's that's or not ips but they just know uh, how to sell their product just don't so, make a lot of money out of it. I mean there is a lot there, and I mean I, I really do I really do uh appreciate it though. <laughs> I yep. there's a Plus lot there. I also need to all. get a substitute plush because those came out a few weeks ago as well. Yep. But,
1: but this ain't no substitute plush, yeah. it's a Whimsicott substitute <laughs> exactly. plush. Exactly. There's a there's a distinct difference. It's Not called at all. something different. <laughs> there's no difference. And that is the difference, it's just called something else. No difference at all. I need right. to ask. I need to ask Fluffy Swimsuit Cop what's the difference between her substitute and any other Pokemon substitute. <laughs> that's something I need to get around to. P- further,
0: uh, In other news, <laughs> uh, in other similar Halloween news, there's the Spooky Cup, another online competition that's taking place, which is uh crazy because they literally just finished the Primal Cup like, last week, so mm-hmm. we already have another like. Online tournament happening. uh My favorite thing about this is that they like took just Pokemon they thought were Halloween esque, mainly like Psychic and through Dark and Bug types. Mm-hmm. I and I mean, this reminds me a lot of the the Halloween Cup they had last year, where yeah. you but you had to have a you had to have a Goregeist. Uh, that was the exception. Like you had to have a Goregeist on your team. Now
1: they, but now they've got a distinct list. Yeah, I, I'm not going to read it oh, all off, okay. because, I mean, oh, I'm
0: off. I'm really happy, for one, that it's not all just ghost-type Pokemon. It's a lot of just, like, Pokemon that remind people of Halloween. And you get some weird stuff in there, like Kabutops, which I guess is just, like, something that, like,
1: has sights for look, arms, so it's I scary. Guess, I guess Pokemon that, in one sense or another, could be considered, finger quotes, scary mm-hmm. to a person. Oh. That that can be used. I mean, it's not just simply bug, psychic, ghost, mm-hmm. or dark type because and, I mean you've also got Noibat and Noivern that you can use too, and that's a dragon Pokemon. Mm-hmm. But
2: it's it's you've interesting. Tata. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: Tata and we are,
2: Fear Fear Tadano.
1: Uh,
0: I mean, I don't. I'm not really looking for fear because there's a lot of ghost types there, so Endeavor doesn't work on ghost types, right? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, then,
1: I'm, and then you've also got. I know, you've also got the, I know. What you're saying. Yeah, you've also got the Wizmer and exploded lines Mm -hmm. down there it's very interesting i feel like
0: you will these these are obviously double battle tournaments uh the registration starts october 15th so literally like 10 days when this podcast comes out and goes to october 23rd and then the battles run the weekend before halloween
1: yeah so
0: the 23rd to the 25th Uh, all entrants get 10 rare candies which is is... just so hilarious because it's like you're getting candy for trick-or-treating yeah and so this makes me also happy compete. to compete. I need to compete in this. I need to as but, well.
2: But thing is important. You can't use Mega Stone.
0: Yeah, you
1: can't. Which is, I mean, that's fine. I like I'm perfectly it. perfectly fine. fine. With it. I...
2: No Mega Gengar.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and, and, if you, and if you look at it, it's like it would only have been like Gengar and I guess Glalie. There's Houndoom, maybe, um,
0: Glalie, uh Gengar, Sharpedo, Sharpedo. 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 Uh, there there
2: there are a good face, number of Pokemon that are eligible five, for it. I would say I can't. Yeah, the there.
1: there is there's a there's a good handful of them that are able to Mega Evolve, but mm-hmm. there's just too many that don't. So it's yeah, like, you're gonna
0: have to run a lot of uh, you're gonna have to run a lot of Ghost types, but there's also a lot of go- Dark types in there as well. And so like this is just a very interesting meta that's gonna have no time to develop. And it's just going to be a blast to just go in You're there just and try and play. To...
1: And it's basically so... everyone wins, because it's all entry, and get the ten rare candies. So it's not like if you win or lose, yeah. because knock you off. have your prize. Mm-hmm. Just I feel like of... it's just fun. You just kind of have bragging rights. Mm-hmm.
2: Knockoff is going to be a thing, though, for this. Oh, yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> knockoff is going to be everywhere. No,
0: of course. Oh, <laughs> the
2: Dark tides, knockoff stab. Oh, my God. Nar- <laughs> knockoff, knockoff,
0: oh, no. knockoff.
1: Don't even get that into people's heads. Oh wait, that <laughs> was already there. Yeah, I mean, it was. It has be to so be there. Ma- there's yeah. going to be so many Cofagrigus as well, because of maybe
0: I don't know. This is um, it's going to be very yeah. interesting. But I think we should. Uh, I think we should move on.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: before we just so, drone on forever. Uh, yeah. Another piece of news, which is very interesting, which we were discussing very briefly before this, is that Pokemon Rumble World. Uh, the free, the free game, the freemium. I guess I'll put in quotes. It's not. I don't. I don't think it's actually freemium. We did an episode on this a few months ago. Uh, it's a free Pokemon, uh, Pokemon game where it's pretty much the next in like the Rumble it's a franchise. Game, it's a
1: free game with microtransactions in it. Whatever you want to call it, that's what it is. Well, but... well, the nice thing about
0: it is that if you were to per, they max you out by purchasing three thousand pokey diamonds, which are the currency in that game. And if you were to pay for all three thousand. You pay thirty five dollars to get the whole game, yeah, and that's how much this game is gonna retail for, more than likely about thirty five dollars, and so it's it's pretty much buy the game and you have the game, and I thought that was a very interesting strategy on their part, and it's actually really good if you're playing if you play uh the mobile version of Pokemon Shuffle like I have been lately, uh you'll see that there are caps to prevent you from overspending
1: money. It's nice that they put those caps in, too. They they did that because
0: it it really I mean this I don't want to go into too much like industry like video game industry specific things but it it is a very it's something that's definitely an issue in the in the mobile gaming market is yeah, that you have a lot of these freemium games and you have a lot of people dumping too much money into these freemium
1: games. That is what gives freemium kind of a bad rap. Yeah, and like so all the money that people are mm-hmm. forcibly throwing into these things. And no, just... and I think I think that's
0: I think that's the problem. And yeah. I think this was a very good solution. I think Pokemon Shuffle is being done very well. It's being executed very well so that mm-hmm. you can't dump more than I think they max you out. It's still a slightly outrageous amount of a hundred dollars a month. But yeah. uh if you're spending a hundred dollars a month on Pokemon Shuffle, let's please step back and reevaluate our lives and priorities. Need
1: to. Seriously like get somebody to keep track of your money. Exactly. I mean <laughs> I couldn't like, I could I don't not think imagine you should have financial freedom. This point. <laughs> I could not
0: imagine. Like there are times when it's just like, oh man, maybe I should spend a dollar, and so I can like get four thousand coins and I mean, get a great ball or something. The but, only,
1: yeah. the only money I've only spent like maybe five dollars on it, but that was just like leftover money I had from mm-hmm. when I Pokemon oh, Bank that I couldn't yep. spend on literally. That's any, different. That's different. That's like 3DS just, money, right? Yeah, that was mm-hmm. that was real cash that I had used to buy something else, and then this was just leftover stuff that I had nothing yeah, else.
0: I think that's a fair point. I think that's something that is completely like, justified. But
1: I have not gone out specifically to spend money on this game and nothing else. Exactly. Either. That's something I... If you have the money to do it, then by all means do it what you want with your money, but don't come crying to me when you suddenly don't have any more. Because <laughs> you spent it all on diamonds! So, uh, last thing to do is just a little bit of Puckle news. As we stated in the
0: introduction today, we, we're we definitely doing the Mini Madness tournament. That's starting up today. And I'm very excited to find out who my first opponent is, Shamu. Uh, eh? not, I'm not it's I don't not mean to Shamu, call it. No, it's not Shamu, but Shamu's in charge me. of figuring out who I get to battle. And so, <laughs> I'm very excited for that to happen. And, uh, I mean, that's what's going on in the Pokemon, Puckle community right now. We also have, uh, if you guys pay attention to a number of things. First of all, Puckle YouTube is back. Last week I told you guys that it was going to happen. It happened. Wednesdays we have YouTube videos up for, uh, Misty and I doing our joint lock. I'm putting that in quotes because I'm not sure if it's already been coined or not. <laughs> We're just going to. Uh, where yeah. we just take turns, uh, playing the game. And so it's very interesting because like, if, especially when there are deaths, it's uh, very interesting yep. because the next person comes back very surprised. <laughs> why are all of my pokemon dead <laughs> exactly and so it's just one of those things it's a very uh it's a very interesting take on it and we, we we're definitely having a lot of fun doing it so if you guys can go over there to youtube.com slash puckle and check us out that'd be great uh on top of that we're also starting our first monthly uh mini podcast this week about the pokemon tcg so if that's going to come out this thursday the second thursday of every month from now on there's going to be an extra episode in your in your feed and if you're a Pokémon TCG fan, that's definitely the place to go for it. So <laughs> like it, I mean in all honesty because we don't I I know I talk about the TCG occasionally on the on the show, but it's very difficult for me to do too much competitive analysis as I haven't I'm not I'm not the person that's gone to league enough times the to like m- yeah, say the anything. Most-
1: the most that we do is just basically try and use a card that mm-hmm. when we're talking about the poke of the episode exactly and most so, of the time those cards are out of rotation yeah so we talk we
0: talk very deeply about the metagame as we are going to do today and uh for the video game and not not enough for the tcg and so hopefully this will help us supplement that and i hope yeah. you guys like it so let us know later this week when you when when it pops up in your feed if whether or not you like it so i guess that's it for the news right now uh So we're going to kick over to the topic right after this short break.
1: Hey everyone, it's Viger, and I'm here to tell you that you should check out all the cool features that Puckle has. Puckle Podcast has a chat box where you can chat with me, fellow co-hosts, and other members of this wonderful community. We also have forums and even tournaments to participate in. You can follow us on social media such as Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Tumblr, and Reddit. You can be part of the show by sending us an email to pucklepodcast.gmail.com. Every show has about 20 minutes of emails, and we appreciate hearing from you. So check out everything Puckle has to offer.
0: And on to our topic today. Not the podcast. This has already started. It's been going for like 20 minutes. It's been going on for like 20 minutes already. But either way, our... uh... Our topic today is Little Cup, and uh, this is definitely a tier that I'm a little bit more well-versed in if if you're a long-time listener of the show. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, I'm I'm well-versed in OU as well, uh, but Little Cup is definitely something near and dear to my heart. It's the tier I go to when I'm not, like, trying to keep current with metas. It's just like, let's play Little Cup for fun!
1: Yay! And,
0: uh... (laughs) So that's what I've been doing. Uh, but Little Cup is for those of you who don't know. Uh, well, we're talking about this because our Mini Madness tournament just started, and there's some tips and tricks if you missed out and you want to just get into this awesome tier. Right. So we're gonna we're gonna discuss how to get into it. Some of the prominent members today. I don't want to talk about too many of the members because there's there are one a lot... in
1: particular that we're gonna be talking a lot about.
0: <laughs> right, Thatch. Uh, I mean, we can talk about him slightly, but there are definitely better Pokemon than him in this tier. I can see those finger quotes that you put in there when you said slightly. <laughs> He's actually like A plus tier rank, but we'll talk about it later. We'll get to that. <laughs> uh, and so so it's really, really awesome. Uh Little Cup is based on the uh Pokemon Stadium, Little Cup style. Uh you could have played the Little Cup Cup, I guess it's called. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I think it was still called Little Cup when It was just po- called Little Cup, I believe, when you played in the Pokemon Stadium. Uh the basics yeah. of it are your Pokemon have to be able to evolve and they have to be the lowest form of their evolutionary line. Basically, they have to be able to evolve and are currently unevolved. Yeah, and I mean you can't use something like uh, you can't use like Charmeleon or something. Obviously, you have you to. can't
1: use... use you can't use Farfetch'd or anything mm. that can't evolve but doesn't evolve. Yeah, you have to
0: like you can't use Charmeleon, but you can use Charmander, stuff like that. And... They have to be stage one evolution. It has
2: to be the lowest form of an evolution chain. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, it has well, to be that basic Pokemon card. Yep. And so it's, uh, it's, it's a very, very fun tier because of this. Uh, there have been some Pokemon that are banned from this tier, obviously, because of these things. Mostly Pokemon that gained evolutions, like, a generation after or so. Mm -hmm. That's definitely, uh, that definitely hurts their chances of being in, uh, Little Cup. I think they're actually, they have a name for them, well, they used to in Gen 5. They were called, like, uh, shoot, they were called, like, the, the Seven Deadly Sins or something like that. (laughs)
1: because <laughs> there's seven of these banned Pokemon? Uh, there's more than seven now, sadly. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to increase that number now.
0: There, there's, uh, so let me go through it. There's Gligar. Like the nine
1: deadly sins now. <laughs>
0: uh, Gligar's banned because it was a stage one. It was de- previously uh, Pokemon Without an Evolution. Uh, Meditite's banned because it is uh it has this ability called Huge Power, which uh Azumarill gets, so if anybody's familiar with Azumarill. Uh, Ugh. you can't, you can't really, uh, you can't use him because he, it gives him like a monstrous base attack compared to other Pokemon on the tier. Yeah. Uh, Misdreavus is Misdreavus, Misdreavus. Yeah.
1: Uh, Misdreavus.
0: Yeah. And no, it's just Misdreavus. Misdreavus. Yeah, that's what I just said. Misdreavus. Mis- There's no E at the end after the V. Okay. Uh, that's what I mean. Either way, uh, again, it, cause it gained an evolution, uh. Uh, uh, Miss Magus? Uh I'm going to say Miss Magius. Is Miss Magius. Magius? Right. how you actually pronounce it. Oh my Magius. gosh. Magius? Yeah. Uh, Murkrow, again, Honchcrow exists. Scyther. Uh, Scyther is very unbalanced because of Scissor. And Scyther was actually a really good uh, no evolution Pokemon in Gen, gen 1.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, Sneasel because of Weavile. Um, Swirlix is just super bulky, so we don't allow it uh Tangela because of tan growth and Yanma because it gets this super awesome ability in speed, speed boost, boost compared and it also at the same time has access to hypnosis and uh both of it if you run both of its stab moves it's yeah. actually uh hits everything for neutral damage
1: would you also say that the event torchick no that's also... that's legal that's uh, the speed boost torchic. Yeah,
0: speed boost torchic, hidden ability torchic yeah. is allowed. Yeah. Okay. Alright. allowed. Speed boost is definitely allowed, and it's not like it's not it's not as broken as in like other tiers where uh because they technically haven't put the baton pass clause in Little Cup. Right. Like they have it for the other tiers. So you don't really like you can pass a shell smash or something like that. Yeah. But uh it's really annoying and I think they should institute it. But mm-hmm. that's that's just that's just me. Um, that's just the little cub master talking. I mean, that's just me. I mean, I want to call myself a master. There are definitely people who are better at it than I am. You just know a lot about it. I just know a lot about, and You're I mean, an I, I I carry some like opinions that are very contrary. But like, uh, because I know I know some people are upset when I say like we should ban Therian. Because there are checks and counters. You and, you and me both. And uh, <laughs> I mean, okay, so I don't have a problem with Landorus-Therian until you read its Smogon page, and it says the best way to counter Landorus-Therian is to use a Landorus-Therian.
1: And that's where your problem. <laughs> and that's is. and that's the moment where I go. It sounds like this is a little broken, but because you're bet, it's like you want to have bring a Pokemon that's not that Pokemon just to show it up. <laughs> we shouldn't talk about landers but
0: Therian too much it's his little he, cup he's not
1: little cup and he ain't he's little,
2: little cup he's an o u Stop talking. Yeah. so yeah, yeah I, should have be, really
0: I shouldn't coming. be i shouldn't be doing so much landers Therian hate on this little yeah. cup episode because this is a safe place this is a safe place without this landers just, Therian.
1: yeah we <laughs> don't condone that those this kind is of one actions. tier there's he can't there. dominate
0: Amen. uh but, but so way. so there are Go some uh there's some very basic uh Tips that they outline—they have like this very nice beginner's guide—and so I'm yeah. going to kind of delve into it and kind of give you guys some insight on why they say these things. So because uh, you're at um, level just, because you're at level five in Little Cup, yeah. all of the stats are like really really weird. Uh, the numbers just don't work out the way you want them to, essentially. And because you're at such at these low HPs and stuff, mm-hmm. you don't want to use leftovers or black sludge. That's a waste of your time. Uh, <laughs>
1: there, there's also the Two, there are two moves that are also banned from being used: Sonic oh. Boom, Dragon yes. Rage, because of is those it... low yeah, HP. Yeah, exactly. Apps. So can't
2: use those. Third? Hmm. Wasn't there a third? Uh swagger, swagger because Swagger. there three moves that were banned. Oh, no. isn't swagger there swa- because Swagger? Isn't there a Swagger clause? Yeah, yeah, Swagger's
0: not allowed anymore in like any tier. So
1: it's just so annoying. Yeah.
0: Uh, because people <laughs> because say it takes the skill know, out of Pokemon. Swagger,
2: probably.
0: Yeah. That's the difference. But uh, also, also, um, you don't want to use choice band or choice specs. Uh, life orb typically will actually do better than those, mm-hmm. uh, or at least just as well. You're not getting much out of using a choice band or choice specs as opposed to life orb. Um, you don't want it's to. Uh, yeah, you don't want to use orange berry early. or citrus berry. You might as well just use berry juice because berry juice is great at low HP. Yeah. Right. It's
2: it's just an extra ten from orange berry. Yeah, and then you get like a quarter from citrus, citrus berry. Citrus berry. The huh?
1: It almost basically citrus... just reheals the entire Pokemon. Yeah, it does.
2: Yeah, yeah. basically with it's the
1: with the low with the low HP, it's just mm-hmm. a full heal. Yep. Okay,
2: it's of fourth. Yeah. Uh,
0: yep. You can definitely uh, you can try to run white herb on sh- shell smash, uh, but you might as well just run like berry juice or something. Most of them are running like. Sturdy. If not, you can just run Eviolite. Eviolite is huge. That's like the biggest item in this in this tier. Um, I can tell you that I've built several little cup teams where I have had six Pokemon all holding Evialite. <laughs> yeah, Eviolite is always that magical substance. Yeah, um, like little cup. It's it's definitely like the biggest item you'll see. And because of that, uh, this is not in their tips, but I will say always be prepared for knockoff. Yes. Uh, knockoff is very prevalent, and it will take out your Evia Light. I know on typically every team I build for Little Cup, there are gonna be probably three people running knockoff.
1: I'd almost have to say in almost any sort of like tournament, whether it be Little Cup, oh you are friggin' world champions. You've always got to watch out for knockoff, is def- knockoff. Knockoff is one of the better moves in the game,
0: and in yeah. uh, in Little Cup, it can be seriously the difference between like uh, two hit KO or uh a one hit KO or something like that. Yeah. And but anyway. <laughs> I mean it's it makes a huge difference. Uh yes. knockoff does. Knockoff makes a huge difference in Little Cup. Mm. Um uh you never want to run your EVs in uh a two fifty two, two fifty two uh four spread because E V spreads are really weird in Little Cup. Yeah. And so there's a way to calculate it based on base stats. Um, there are links to that. I don't want to go into that because it's a very complicated and just be thatch reading numbers off a screen, uh, on a podcast. And I don't want to do that. That's I want to cool. get into. I want to get into some nitty gritty talking about some of my favorite Little Cup Pokemon. You know.
1: Yeah, let's get into that.
0: <laughs> but uh, we're almost done. Uh, don't try to don't try to stall at Little Cup. It's not helpful at all. No. Oh. Uh, Little Cup oh. is very Stalled very offensive.
1: Don't try and set up a winning strategy or anything. Just go. No, no, you can, place. you can,
0: you can try to sweep. Like it's, it's just like regular Pokemon, where what you do is you try to take out the two Pokemon, the two or three Pokemon on your opponent's team that's going to stop your sleeper. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, it's much different. It's a much different pacing. It's a much different way to do that. You can't really stall out an opponent.
1: A lot of right. like the long-term gimmick plans won't work. Mm-hmm. It's, no. Uh, it's it's really none of those guys. Speed. None of those guys are going to be able to last long for that to actually take effect. So,
0: uh, never use assault vest. Eviolite is way better. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, <laughs> Definitely, because I mean, you get two defense bonuses instead yeah. of one.
1: Is, no is there a to. cap? Is there a cap on how many Eviolite you can have your Pokemon hold? Uh,
0: not in this official no. form. Not in this Smogon format. The Smogon uh, oriented format. If you actually play the Nintendo style Little Cup, which they had a tournament for, like I believe in May. Uh, they don't allow Eviolite light at all. Okay, it's uh actually I believe that that format is a much more like just who can hit the hardest, the fastest, right? Who thing. who caught the also IQ. also none of those Pokemon okay. that I mentioned are banned. <laughs> yeah. So um, I mean I was gonna go partake in the uh, little cup tournament at nationals. It was just like a side event, and uh, next time I will know that I need to have level five Pokemon. And uh, I was going to run, like, Yanma, and I was going to run Murkrow, and I was going to run All Tangela, these banned Pokemon. All of these banned Pokemon that are very good because Yanma, like, hits hard and fast. Very fast. Because um, of
1: speed boost. Yeah, it gets you in there fast and loud. It, well, basically. like,
0: it, it hits really hard, and it's just, it's a very, it's a very good Pokemon. I mean, you run it just like you would a a Yanmega in OU, back in Gen 4. It's just got my reference. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see, uh, so, belly drum is sometimes a problem, because if you have an odd HP number, which is very, very easy to do, berry juice will not activate if you have, like, an odd HP number, and you won't go to 50, you'll go to 51% instead of 49 or 50, where berry juice will activate, uh, (laughs)
1: You always got to keep an eye on your... You have bases. you have to pay
0: attention to stats a lot more in Little Cup than you do in uh, OU. Not saying that you shouldn't pay attention to your stats, obviously, but you need to pay attention yeah. to the stats. Uh, but th- for the most part, that's about it. I mean, we could talk about some of the more prominent members of Little Cup now because there are a good number of them. Uh, there are a good this number... Is where,
1: this is where the unevolved can shine through. There, there
0: <laughs> are a good number of Pokemon, and so... Uh, I'm actually going to go to the viability rankings because I agree for the most part with the viability rankings
1: mm-hmm.
0: that are that are listed. Uh, but
2: I want to I want to say one thing about assault. Yeah, oh, go us, for real it. Real quick.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Don't you if you're going to use it, don't use it for the defense boost. Don't that's you want to use it for utility, like with Switcheroo or something like that, mm-hmm. like the low punny or I guess it would be a B'nary in this case. Like <laughs> yeah. <of switcheroo. laughs> That's what you use it for. You use it for gimmick. Don't use it for the actual defense. I mean, defense. I, you, think, I think I think the trick like strategy better.
0: is a very valid one in Little Cup compared to like OU, where because it feels very gimmicky. But
2: I don't any support really. Like set up a setup and mm-hmm. yeah, but I, I mean, love that set. It's so trolley, but it's like I love I love running
1: trick like choice scarf. It's like any of sort of, of like item hindering move could is like an entire game changer. Well, for of course, like for any, po- any welcome for to Pokemon, right? Yeah, any cup for that matter. <laughs> So, uh, let's talk
0: about. I think that probably the two most prominent members of Little Cup right now, uh, which is kind of it makes it makes me sad. Uh, Mindfu and Ponyard are definitely two of the heaviest hitters oh, yeah. in Little Cup right yeah. now. They are they are just monsters. Mindfu and Poniard can run like a number of different sets, play a number of different roles. I mean, I've seen lead poniards. I've seen uh, I've seen choice scarf mindfu's. I've seen choice scarf poniards. I've seen. It's just ridiculous. Like and it's these because of
1: def- with Ponyard. it's because of defiant, right?
0: Uh no, no, it's not actually. Ponyard is it's just it's that a, it's because Ponyard's typing, it's his typing, it's ex- his attack stat. Punch. And it's just he gets a lot of really really good things. Um right. he gets Stab knock off. He yeah, yeah. he has he has a diverse enough move pool that he can pull off a number of different things. Right. And it's, uh, it's a very, very fun Pokemon to run in that sense because you can just kind of do whatever you want with it, essentially. Right. But, uh, I mean, so I have some, like, gimmick I like to play some gimmick stuff in this, but mm-hmm. uh, Pony... Like, you just can't deny how good it is sometimes, oh, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, another one... Is, and then there's Mindfu. Mindfu, again, same thing. It's just, like, it's typing is really good. Fighting types are, like, a real big deal in Little Cup. It's It's like Gen 5 all over again. Except uh, it's fighting now. <laughs> well, no, it's always fighting in oh, Gen it's, 5. It's, yeah,
1: it's, I was thinking Psychic Type for Gen 1 for some reason. I don't uh, know. Uh, yeah, Gen
0: <laughs> 5, it was all about fighting types. Like, Timber's still really big in Little Cup, too. Right. Uh, but Mindfu is also really... Also, these are all Gen 5 Pokemon I'm talking about. Gen 5, like well, did a lot for Little Cup. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, you could run, like, several different sets. He's got... Uh, Mindfu's got the defense to back up a lot of things. Yeah, He can, if you give him Eviolite, he can hold on, and combined with the Regenerator ability, which is really odd that Mind food gets it as opposed to, like, somebody else, uh, it makes a really, really good core, actually, with Fungus, mm-hmm. because you can, uh, if you run U-Turn on your Mind food, you can, like, run around and just gain momentum, switch out, gain back 30% of your HP, jump back in, you know. It's uh just harass the entire mm-hmm. time. It's really ridiculous, and fungus also has regenerator at the same time, so you can be you can be switching out fungus at the same time, and it's uh it's I, I really I I've been a big fan of the regenerator core ever since regenerator was released as an ability. Um, yeah. Because I actually ran something similar with uh slowbro and uh, an Amoongus because they're actually a very good core with one another, or at least were. Uh, mm-hmm. I can still see them being a very good core now, actually, but. It's it's really fun being able to Regenerator is one of my favorite abilities just because you get that health back continuously all the time. It's so much fun. <laughs> it's fun. free free
2: thirty percent. It's for
0: free thirty percent if you switch out.
2: Thirty three to be exact, but whatever. Mm-hmm.
0: It 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 reduces the things for those it reduces a lot of the hurt from like hard switches. Right. And Mindfu's fast enough with I believe like a seventeen speed that it can outrun a lot of a lot of things in OU. Or, and Little Cup. Uh, the the exceptions being, like, Diglet, which it resisted, Stab. Uh, uh, Abra can be a problem for mindfu, but I have found that if you run a bulky mindfu, you can actually, there's like, uh, there's pretty good, sh- there's not a good chance, but there's a chance that you can actually survive a Psychic if you're 100% health. Right. Uh, it's not a 100% chance of a one-hit KO from an Abra. Mm-hmm. And which is, uh I beat some guy the other day. I was playing with a mindfu, and I was just like, I'm just like, well, I was on my last, I was on my last leg. The guy was getting really cocky in the in showdown. He was like, oh man, you made a garbage play. You're gonna lose now. Oh boy. And so I'm just like, well, the play here is to either sack mindfu and then go into something else and hope that that can resist it, or. Uh, who is like street racing? I don't know. There's somebody so on. outside with like a motorcycle outside, just like <laughs> revving it up. It's really like, hey, annoying. Hey, do you
1: mind? I'm trying to record a Pokemon themed podcast <laughs> in here.
0: It's the ninjas on bikes—they followed me here. <laughs> uh, it's really—that's actually really annoying. Biker gang Thomas wants to battle. <laughs> <laughs> him? He's gone now. He's gone. I heard him go away.
1: <laughs> anyway, anyway, back. <laughs> Back to what we were talking about.
0: Uh, but I think I was talking about Mindfu and uh, my experience on Shonen. So, like, I survived this Abra's, like, psychic attack with one HP left. And, like, my move was U turn, hope I survive and turn. Or, uh, or just, like, take it and then send something out and then hope that that can survive the psychic attack and move on. So uh I was really actually very surprised because it it, it held on with one HP, I U-turn, took out his Abra, and then he had like one more Pokemon left, and I just regained 30% of my HP. Right. I was just like, yeah, I don't think you can win now.
1: <laughs> and you're screwed, buddy. He was
0: getting really cocky. He was getting really cocky. I did make a garbage play, but <laughs> <laughs> I did make a garbage play. But that's besides difference. the point.
1: The point is you put him in his place. <laughs>
0: I did. There are, there are also a lot of Pokemon. Like, this is the place, again, another place where uh, you can have some of your favorite Pokemon who aren't fully evolved, like, actually shine. Yes. And I have uh, a lot of Pokemon, there are a lot of Pokemon here that I really, I absolutely love the strategies that I see in Little Cup because they get a lot more creative than mm-hmm. I think OU will because you see you, know, you see a lot of the same strategies. I mean, I can't even tell you on lower ladder in OU how many times I've been seeing Superior and it's just getting annoying. <laughs> and so like I'm uh
1: <laughs> This is what's good about all these different tiers and cops for mm-hmm. Pokemon because that's, it makes that's sense definitely of like... every single one in some way or another. No, it definitely so. is because I I hear a lot that, of people complain
0: how stagnant like OU is and like I don't wanna play by OU rules. And well, it's like, well, play
2: by these
1: rules. Yeah,
0: these, these rules are a lot of fun. There's a, there's a set of rules for everybody. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of fun stuff, and I realized the other day, actually, uh, this is relating to Shamu, that uh, Slurpuff got moved to UU, so I need to get back into UU.
2: Because yeah.
0: Slurpuff is, like, one of my favorite Pokemon, in like, just competitively. Like, Slurpuff right. is just so much fun. Uh, <laughs> oh, they
1: mm-hmm.
0: But let's <laughs> let's do a few more. I don't want to go too much longer, but... Uh, a couple other Pokemon. First of all, Magnemite, Viger's <clears throat> <Yes, clears throat> yes. favorite, is in Little Cup, and it's actually one of the better ones. It's uh, <clears throat> uh, there are two sets that you'll see it run. You can see it run a sturdy Magnemite holding a Berry Juice with Recycle. Uh, recycle oh. allows you to recycle the held item, and like you could just kind of live forever. But uh, the downside of that is that knockoff is so prevalent that uh, if you knock off an item, Recycle can't a- can't recover it. And so, uh, knockoff will happen. That could just like ruin your day. Um, one of the ways I actually get around it, because like pe- people will do that when I uh, when I use a diglet or something of that sort, or like a drill burr or something, they'll be like, "Well, you can't take it out. I'll just keep using recycle." Da 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 da. And and so they. So what I'll do is I'll purposely hit it with a move that won't do fifty percent. Right break the Sturdy, and then, you know, Earthquake, and then the Berry Juice just never activates.
1: Yeah. And that, that set's giant. not that
0: great, but actually one of the sets that's been showing up a lot recently is actually a Choice Scarf set. Mm. Choice Scarf Magnemite is actually really big right now.
1: Right. And
0: uh, I mean, it's really good. I mean, that's why,
1: right? It's like I've actually seen, like, a video of the one I, the Magnetrol strategy, in which it, it is a Sturdy Berry Juice Recycled Magnemite, mm-hmm. but then also it has Toxic on it, so yeah. it applies uh, to think, think that's I think that's fairly standard. And then just simply But Toxic and...
0: is also a very, I mean, I wouldn't be using that in Little Cup either. Like, as I said,
1: Little Cup isn't the place to try to
0: stall people out with, like, Toxic yeah. stall and stuff. Well,
1: this is this wasn't even, like, Little Cup. This guy was oh, using yeah. Magnemite and going up against, like, a fully evolved oh, team. Oh, I could totally I see no that. No steel types whatsoever, but... I
0: could totally see that. That works out really well, though. Uh, yeah. You can you could sit there all day and just kind of recycle if you had a magnemite like up against a sweeper at OU. I think that would work out very well. Yeah. Uh I mean, but uh Choice Guard for Magnemite is pretty big. You definitely you can either do sturdy or analyc, whatever you're feeling. I would suggest sturdy just because of the typing. Yeah. Of Magnemite. And you're gonna you could get it's times four if you get hit by a ground type move, which I mean art unrealistic to happen in Little Cup. They're a yeah. little they're not as common. You don't see earthquake as often.
1: That's why you get a hidden power water or ice. No, you don't do ice. either of
0: those. You do grass.
1: Oh, oh you get no. grass, right? No. Something no. super effective no. against ground or No, whatever.
0: you do grass, you do grass, and this is why Shamu. Chinchow. Chinchow, oh, Chinchow yeah. is so yeah. big in Little Cup and it has it has volt absorb. I was just
2: thinking fire. I'm still thinking Magnet. I'm thinking OU magnet I was just thinking fire. Oh but yeah, if
0: you're happen. if you're OU MagnaZone, yeah, but uh hidden fire. power fire can also help here with uh with Ferro oh, Seed. There's... But Yeah. I, I do suggest because Ferro Seed again is another one of those prevalent ones, and the problem is I'd want to talk about Ferro Seed, but the thing is you'll see exactly what that Ferroseed Seed does in OU with Ferrothorn, so it's unexciting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Ferrothorn will just do exactly what Farah Seed will do. Exactly. So, gotta and... watch out. Just like father, like son exactly so some other fun
0: ones in my opinion are like uh let's see if i can i really like the chlorophyll uh bellsprout when you uh send in drought volpix and then chlorophyll bellsprout chlorophyll Bellsprout's actually really good right Uh it can be right like you can think you're gonna wallow with a steel type or something but bellsprout actually has access to weather ball and in sun that's a fire type move well, there you go. <laughs> uh, and, and on top yeah, of that, like, Bellsprout's like got, like, a pretty decent special attack. And
2: Also, it... you gotta think, you're using a 200 power... Mm-hmm. 200 base power, pretty much, fire-type move. Or yep. Wait, no, wait. It's not
0: 200 base
2: power. No, it's, like, 150.
0: It's really good. It's really good.
2: Because you get yeah. double the power from, um... Mm-hmm. weather ball itself.
1: Yep. When you have weather yeah.
2: out. And then fire boosts it by 1.5. Mm-hmm. It's I really thinking, I, th- I think, I think two did 2.5 th- uh or did times 2 but it's no, really
1: it's really good though you know I mean yeah. but, it's just something get, that like... you're not expecting
0: Bellsprout is like one of my favorites
1: I'm really
0: a big fan Yeah I uh... always
1: think back to like the gen-, gen one anime where that Bellsprout just literally mm-hmm. like every dang, time I... every time I and
0: play then the mug comes it... out a <laughs> way. Every time I play a Bellsprout that's 100% what I think it's just that bell sprout and then he gets suffocated underneath mm-hmm. the muck. <laughs> yeah. Uh there's also uh I wanna talk about Krogunk, but not really, because gunk's just he's kind of good, but very just basic Krogunk. Yeah. Uh you see in Little Cuff though, you see a lot more uh mix sweepers because the stats are just so much not different at level five. Right. That you can mix sweep.
2: They're all equal pretty much.
0: Yeah. Um, you don't
2: even really have a stat over twenty, really. Yeah. Unless, like, you have something insanely defensive or offensive. Uh, two more that I want to, other than HP.
0: Two more that I want to mention are, uh, Onix, which is a really cool, uh, setup Pokemon. Very good for support. I've also seen it carry Rock Blast as, like, an offensive measure to take out a lot of its common counters. Uh, which is very interesting. Um, Riolu is a lot of fun if you know how to use it. (laughs) I'll say that because uh, Realu gets pr- access to Prankster as its hidden ability, and it also gets access to Copycat.
1: I was about to say, would Copycat actually be a good move for Copycat
0: copy? is actually the way to run Realu. Um, yeah, Riolu can uh, Realu can if it goes first, it can just keep getting Prankster. Like it'll get uh, priority, like Drain Punch, or it'll if you use a move against it that it thinks is good, it'll use pr- that move in priority. It's really ridiculous. And so, yeah. if you know how to use it to the point where maybe you're really out speed and you get a drain punch off, then you can get just pr- priority drain punch like all the time. That's just annoying. And that's very, <laughs> that's very powerful to have like prankster or something
1: like. A prankster prankster just brings so much pain to people. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I love prankster. I mean, oh, don't get me wrong, it's amazing, but still. <laughs>
0: uh, other than that, some honorable mentions. Uh, just if you're building a little cup team, things to think about. Um There is one Pokemon in all of Little Cup with the ability Magic Bounce Uh, that is not two. It has quickly become one of my favorite abilities in all of Pokemon.
1: The smallest bird you will ever find. Uh, Just because you can
0: can bounce back status moves, and that's a big thing with a lot of Pokemon.
1: You switch in at the appropriate time. Mm -hmm. There you Uh, go. Also,
0: a lot of people forget about Magic Bounce because, again, it's the only Pokemon with it in that tier. Yeah. So people forget about it very often. And I'd also have to say, like, uh, I guess uh, I don't know who else, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been, I've so seen a lot of them. very interesting and unique strategies, and that's
1: probably the next thing I'd say about Little Cup. Try to come up with like yeah. your own things, because uh, there's, if you ask me, there's a lot more like. Flexibility in Little Cup than in OU because OU kind of falls into use these Pokemon and you should be fine. But Little Cup is like ah, you can use you can use figure, a lot of things as long as yourself. it says it's not awful on this
0: uh, on the viability rankings. Yeah, you can probably get away with it. You can probably get away with it if you just played with it enough to know how to make your team work. Yeah, and that's definitely that's definitely probably the biggest thing about Little Cup is it's it's a small enough tier. It's a small enough group of people playing that you can get away with a lot of things. Right. But,
1: you know. (gasps) Oh, gosh. Shiny Magnemite. Did you
0: finally get one? Finally! (laughs) Yes! Well, on that note... (laughs) You heard
1: it here, folks. You heard it here first, folks. I finally found my my Shiny Magnemite after 400-plus encounters.
0: (laughs) So I think on that note, it's actually a perfect time for us to go to commercial break. Uh unless you anybody else has anything to say, Shamu?
2: Uh I'm I have nothing.
0: Nope. So we will catch you guys on the flip flop. So, Shamu, are you eating a well balanced breakfast in the morning?
2: Uh, I I have hamburgers, magnets, um, Whoa some
0: whoa, whoa, fluid. whoa, whoa, whoa. You're you're eating magnets, but you're not but no combios.
2: Uh no. Too expensive.
0: Well then you're not! You're not eating a well-balanced breakfast. You should eat Combios. Combios—they come in a dog food-sized bag.
1: Pokemon the episode,
0: and welcome back. Our t- our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number ninety-six, Gastly, the gas Pokemon.
1: In Pokemon Alpha Sapphire. Gastly is largely composed of gaseous matter. When exposed to a strong wind, the gaseous body quickly dwindles away. Groups of this Pokemon cluster under the eaves of houses to escape the ravages of the wind. Ooh, I mean, uh, Gastly. Oh, yeah, ooh, it's a ghost! Ga- I mean, it is, <laughs>
0: it's, it's the month of October, right? We have to do obligatory, like, month of Pokemon of the episode, ghost Pokemon style. I mean, there'll probably be some dark types in there as well, but...
1: Yeah. Uh... So what better way to start than the OG of the ghosts? Exactly.
0: Ghastly, <laughs> uh, and also Gastly's in Little Cup, which ties They're with the great original ghosts. He 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 yeah. is, because in uh red and blue, there were only one there's only one evolutionary line of ghost Pokemon and Ghastly's the yeah. one that kicked it off. And Ghastly, uh I mean I'm I'm really sad that it's a poison type, but it actually works out like twenty years after Gastly was made, it's actually a very cool thing. Uh yeah. That is a ghost poison type. When it was first when it first came out I was very sad that Ghost type Pokemon did not have like a pure stage, you know like a pure ghost type line, uh, until mischievous and Gold and Silver. But regardless, there's a lot of really cool things. Ghastly is a very heavily used Pokemon in Little Cup, actually. Um, mm-hmm. it's one of the better ones as well. He has got like a base hundred attack, special attack, which is better than some Pokemon like in OU or UU U or N U will see. So <laughs> Uh the downside is his defenses are absolutely atrocious. Uh he also has weakness to uh knock off which that doesn't o- That help always at all. seems
1: that always seems to be the thing you have re- you either have really high attack or special attack I mean yeah and right like, very like abysmal that, defenses. That's how you, you make pokemon balanced. <laughs> that's how you balance it so there's always a pro and a con to a uh, there, there
0: are a couple different sets that you can run on Ghastly. Um, the first one being a Life Orb set. Life Orb is actually really cool on him because he has a very low HP stat. So if you can get him below 20 HP, uh, Life Orb will actually only take away one HP at a time. As opposed to 10%, yeah. which is very interesting. Uh, so he, you obviously want to load him up with Shadow Ball and Sludge Bomb because you want his stabs. Uh, yeah. I would suggest then running Dazzling Gleam on him. Because Dazzling Gleam is really, really cool, and it's very it's got a lot of utility when there's a lot of fighting types around. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fighting types. He's got a base... Uh, his uh, spe- You definitely want to run Timid so you can hit that 18 speed stat, which will outrun a lot of things, including Mindfu. Unless yeah. it's Choice Scarfed. And uh, the last slot you kind of want to fill with, uh, I personally think, Destiny Bond. Uh, that way you can get the Destiny Bond off before Mindfu comes in and knocks you off and you take out Mindfu. You don't have to worry about (laughs) Mindfu. You don't have to worry about Mindfu. All that praise I said for Mindfu? No, don't (laughs) worry. is really good. And you want to take him out if your opponent has one. Yep. Uh, uh, Dazzling Gleam. Uh, the only problem you have with this set then is probably Ponyard. Uh, but you should probably put something on your team that can take care of Ponyard.
1: Like, (laughs) Mindfu. Everybody gets <laughs> either right. way, is also the only ghost type that's also a poison type as well, mm. which is an interesting gives it a good set of interesting stab mm. moves definitely so yeah
0: definitely 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 it's uh it's really it's it's a very interesting Pokemon. And it's got a lot of utility in Little Cup, actually. You can definitely play around with it and find a lot of cool things. There's not as many things I can say about it, like, because it's a Little Cup Pokemon as opposed to something that can be used in OU. Or any other tier, for that Mm -hmm. matter. Yeah, exactly. You can't really...
1: Can we all, like, agree to the fact that Gasly's red, blue, and green sprite was one of the coolest sprites that ever. It was had. just
0: very confusing because it was just like this thing of gas and like these teeth in it.
1: Yeah, and... for, if anybody because if anybody's too lazy to look it up themselves, imagine Ghastly, but without his black body like and just yeah. the gas, and it's just his eyes and mouth in mm-hmm. that paint gas, and that is what he looks like in red and blue. Yeah, it yeah.
2: kind of looks like the um, it kind of looks like like the ghost from fire red and leaf green.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like before
2: you have the self-scope. That's what Ghastly kind of looked like back then.
0: Yeah, that's not, 100% not true. Not exactly.
2: I think
0: I, I'm also a look- big fan of Ghastly's shiny sprite being this really cool like blue color. Uh, blue color. Downside is yeah. oh, that yeah. is that uh, Mega or Gengar's shiny sprite is absolutely awful and is just it's just a slightly mega. different shade of purple. But Mega Gengar's shiny sprite's really cool. It's like all white.
1: It's ghost, basically. Yeah. <laughs> But, but either way, that's, that's Gengar. We're talking about Ghastly here, Ghastly. <laughs> so, I mean, Gengar is something useful as well, but. That's a completely different story. <laughs> Gengar's very useful, but.
0: Uh, Ghastly is definitely really cool. And let's see, I don't know actually, there's actually a, Geng- a Ghastly card coming out in the next set. Yeah. Which uh, isn't very good. The Gengar card is actually really, really good. But. Oh. <laughs> I mean, because he...
1: Ghastly would be a basic card. So... Yeah, Ghastly's going to be a
0: basic card, and the reason you're going to actually have a Ghastly in your deck is to get a Gengar
1: out. Uh... Which, is the, which is basically the <laughs> the gist of any sort of basic Pokemon. It's just to exactly evolve. That's exactly. how the TCG works. Yeah, I guess uh I guess going actually there pick?
0: hasn't been a Ghastly card in quite some time, actually. Oh, yeah, there's been a a long absence of uh Ghastly and Gengar have not been in the have not been in the T C G since uh Heart only... Gold Soul Silver. Uh, well actually sets.
1: Gengar does have its own EX with its That's mega true. evolution. That's true. So Gengar has gotten some love, but mm-hmm. Haunter Ghastly, they haven't shown up for quite some time. It's been a
0: while. If they haven't shown up since the Heart Gold Soul Silver cards. Yeah. Uh, so, Ghastly, uh, in the new set, he's in the Blue Shock expansion right now, uh, but that, that's gonna turn into, like, the Breakthrough set that we're gonna get here in November. Right. And, uh, for one Psychic Energy, he's got 50, he's, he's got, a uh, 50 HP, and for one Psychic Energy, uh, Psychic Energy, he has an attack called Sleep Poison, and you flip a coin. If heads, your opponent's active Pokemon is now asleep and poisoned. It's basically the Hypnotoxic. Uh, But I do want to briefly talk about the Gengar that you can get from this. Yeah. The Gengar card is actually amazing. Uh, This is Ghastly related, so don't go It is is Ghastly related. I'm not going too far off. I'm not going too far off. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick because it is an amazing card, actually. I I cannot express how
1: awesome the Gengar from Blue Shock is.
2: Right. Uh, Don't forget
1: awesome. trivia because I found a lot of of course several good interesting trivia. But we'll we'll get yeah, to that. Of course. T- I t- just
0: want to talk about this this Gengar card and then we can do. So for a Psychic Energy and for a Colorless Energy, he has this attack called Creep Show, which says that if the act the opponent's active Pokemon has three or more damage counters in it, that Pokemon is knocked out. Right. So if you could combine that with something like a Crobat card where you evolve the Crobat and you just get damage counters placed on top of a Pokemon uh, if it has three damage counters on it you're just like yeah Gengar just go rock it and <laughs> yeah you, you're you just going but either way Swan, yeah, go... you
1: listening because
0: we're talking about Crobat here. Uh, We actually we <laughs> you'll hear about it later this week I believe on the uh, TCG
1: podcast right. uh, we definitely talked about it but uh, that's just a taste. <laughs> okay. So then with uh, Gengar's Mega Evolution... Oh, no, don't there's... even worry about that right now. Don't Let's... even worry about that right now. Go, we'll go we'll... to the trivia. It's go to your trivia. All right, trivia, trivia. So, Gastly and Haunter are tied with Flabebe as being the lightest Pokemon in existence, which is kind of explanatory because it's basically just air. Mm-hmm. Toxic air, but... Gastly is also tied with Venipede for having the lowest HP... Of all Poison types. Yeah. So it's a very, very fragile Pokemon, given the fact that it is made of Gas. So not one of the most stable things out there. Uh, Like we said before, there's no other type combination like Ghastly and its evolutions. There is no other Ghost or Poison types. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then also, this isn't actually a trivia fact that I found on Bulbapedia, but rather it's biology, (laughs) which I found is just kind of, well, going in with the Halloween theme, creepy. The toxic gas surrounding the main body can induce fainting and suffocation and is capable of enshrouding an Indian elephant within two seconds. <laughs> That's
0: such like a weird, like...
1: Yeah, keep measure. in mind, an Indian elephant can grow up to at least 11 and a half feet tall from the shoulder and weigh about 11,000 pounds. 11,000? 11, that, sounds,
0: that sounds like too much.
1: Well, it's an elephant, though. So <laughs> one little... It, they one of the largest land animals out there, and Ghastly can basically kill it within two seconds. <laughs> Just by simply being
0: there. <laughs> oh man, they can't weigh up to 11,000 pounds. I did not believe you. Oh crap. <laughs> oh crap. <laughs> I did not believe so, you, but that is a true statement.
1: So with its origin as well, Ghastly is based off of the cartoonish looks of ghosts and spirits, mm-hmm. but mainly gets derived from a creature known as a will-o'-the-wisp. Not to be confused with the fire attack will-o'-wisp. Well, that's that's the whole point of will-o'-wisp It's as ma- well. mainly a wisp. It may also have been based on the Japanese yokai Sengenbai, the decapitated head of a monk whose head is doomed to wander the earth, consumed by fire. Its poison type is most likely a reference to poisonous or polluted gases, so that's why Gasly's head looks like it's on fire a bit. Or that's what the gas makes it look like it's a severed head all right around so that's it for ghastly
0: um Sleep but as well al- tonight children <laughs> but as always i will tell you guys to go check out the puckle writing staff they're doing crazy stuff you can learn more about the tcg from yoshiro you can learn more about the bgc metagame from um, sublime you can read some anime synopsis from mickey panda uh you can read viger's new synopsis every week and you can also well, go not every week yeah <laughs> When uh, the news is fail. You can also go and check out uh, Scrawn's trivia challenges, which are also a lot of fun.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: check that all out. So moving on then, I guess we're going to go to the mailbag.
1: It's mail time! got It's time for the mailbag! you mail Sending your emails! The mail's here! Check your inbox!
0: It's time for the mailbag! Mail! Bag. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink. Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. And as always, Green Tauros uh, has given us the power to give you guys a badge if you have the what we determine to be the A well-written email. So, let's get right to it. Uh, We'll dig right in. Our mailbag question last week was, what Pokemon do you think have uh, types that just don't make any sense? So, let's get right into it. Our first email is from Lover. I just found your podcast when I got bored at work, being that I love it. And I'm just going to say a few things. One, my favorite Mon is Trico, not Grovile or Sceptile. His appearance in the anime have him a calm and cool demeanor. On top of that, he had shown himself as the strongest of all the starter, in my opinion, as his Swords Dance and Leaf Blade was an amazing combo when I was 10. 2. This weekend, I went to my first ever competitive Pokemon tournament. Uh, where was it? I'm actually very interested to hear about that. <laughs> I, I mean, it'd be really cool. Uh, I ran a Dark Void Smeargle and Whimsicott team. My few mistakes were I ran two dragon types instead of Neuvern in my dustclops then I had a minimized baton pass on my Smeargle instead of a geomancy baton pass personally too much weakness to ice whimsicott is a good idea but truthfully is easily walled out by under by walled out and undercompensated in that team i'll try better in the regionals on the 6th of october oh i hope that goes well for you let us know how that goes
1: yeah
0: uh, thanks for reading i guess the nickname would be could be trico lover Wonderful. Uh, so this next one is also from uh, Merrick, and uh, before I begin reading this, Merrick, uh Fluffius likes to thank you would like to thank you for all of the links that you sent responding about these Pokemon Go communities. So here we go. Uh you asked and I have come with an answer. A Pokemon Go community has rapidly has grown rapidly over at Reddit.com slash R slash Pokemon Go, and several of the subreddits have sprung from it. One of the spin-off subreddits is for creating Pokemon Go teams which is reddit.com slash r slash Teams. The r slash Go community is already talking about forming their own gym circuits in major cities. One person has already talked about keeping three le- low-level Pokemon with him at all times to give new players the game as their starter Pokemon. And the subreddit is rife with fan theories about what will and will not be included in the game. I mean, I think that's cool and all, but we literally know nothing about this game. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you're, people are, like, planning gym circuits, and they're planning, like, to give out starter Pokemon. What if you already get a starter Pokemon? You don't yeah. know how this works, right? Yeah.
2: yeah it's kind of like, you're going a bit too far without
0: you're, – yeah. you're getting it, too hyped over It, it literally – so I, mean, I mean, I'm not saying that hype's a bad thing, because it, the more people that play this, the more fun it's going to be, right? It, yeah. 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 And so, like, I I don't want to – again, That's I don't want to be the wet blanket, but you guys keep making me the wet blanket. <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> like. No, I love. I this... Agree
2: with you though. It's getting overhyped.
0: It's... I I love this game and I want to be hyped for it, and I am hyped for it. But I think the hype level has just gone way too high. Uh, so let's see. I agree. Uh, Poke... Pokemon Go is getting me back into Pokemon in a big way. From Puckle Podcast, rewatching the anime with my kids—that's a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. To starting a new game on Yellow Version and Leaf Green with Gold Version likely to follow shortly, and I'm already talking to my wife about Pokemon themed Halloween costumes for next year. We've already hey, made Mario Brothers themed costumes <laughs> for this year. Our costume idea is to have our oldest boy dress up like Ash and the rest of us be his Pokemon. <laughs> That's kind of cool. That works. Uh, sincerely, Merrick. P.S. I subscribed to R. Puckle the other day. Awesome. Awesome, well, awesome. Uh, so, Shamu, you get this next one from Bjorn.
2: Alright. Hey, Puckle. It's been a while since I wrote in. I really had a great time listening to episode 200, which I finished today and I wanted to contribute to the conversation, though I know I am one week late. My favorite Pokemon is Beedrill, for reasons... Feel free to check out my old Puckle article on Beedrill vs Butterfree. I would love to hear hosts tear him down. (sighs) Reasons for Alligator sucks. 1. It's an alligator, but constantly depicted on two legs. Lame. 2. It has one type, generic-slash-boring. 3. It's water-type, which means it's (laughs) wishy-washy. Ooh. Anything to say back...
0: I, I I can't I just I, I've been ter- torn down the past two weeks from these. And it just makes me so sad, Shamu. <laughs> All right.
2: I also wanted to add some hashtag roast satches. This is even better. People be just want to
0: keep doing it. It's like here's a wound, let's pour some salt. Stick a knife in there too. Yeah, exactly.
2: Twist
1: it. Sash had to create
2: a podcast and a separate community to find people to play games with, and it took him eight years.
0: <laughs> oh, the sad thing well, is yeah. there that's
1: pretty true, right?
2: <laughs> oh, that's it's just, that's just that heartless. That so much
1: bad? <laughs> that's just heartless, man. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I need so more. Sash is <laughs> grateful for the Puckle community
2: because he knows no one else will listen to his rants. Hashtag wrote Sash. That's true. It is true. We will have at least three more generations of Pokemon before Satch posts YouTube content or Ethan finishes Oras. hashtag Ruff Puckle That's partially true. That's
0: half true because Ethan still hasn't finished Oras, YouTube but I've posted YouTube are you, content.
2: Are you freaking kidding me, Ethan?
0: <laughs> well, he's going back. I think next week to actually be able to finish the Delta episode. Uh, he,
2: he forgot was, like the other game at home.
0: He left it. He left it back at home, and he went to college, and so he just
1: sure it. he
0: did. <laughs> Anyway.
2: Okay, that is all I got. Seriously, thanks for the awesome podcast, everyone. Without further. Ado,
0: he says it wrong, like P-S- I do. It's fine. Yes, I feel
2: like. I feel like we should get the statism enshrined as puckle as the puckle signing off phrase. yes <laughs> Anyway. Hey, can I get the scoop on that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the hashtag roast too thatch the two inappropriate for the
1: podcast.
2: Ah! Oh
0: gosh! I forget what it was actually uh all right, thanks it might for be that. In the chat or it
2: might be on the yeah. uh, no?
1: yep. uh how about uh you get this one from uh from Node? node. all greetings all, you great knights of the puckle table. It is me, the fantastic node thatch pronounced my name right yay that doesn't mean that doesn't happen very often. Also, I'd like to apologize for the short, slightly lame email. I was writing Sunday morning, and I wasn't really expecting it to get read. So mailbag. Well, first of, all, well okay. first of
0: all, we actually read pretty much every email that comes into our inbox.
1: So anything with the mailbag subject tag is we typically will read. read.
0: It. Unless <laughs> I mean, it, if unless it gets to the point where we're getting like thirty emails an episode or something, then then we'll have to do some kind of censoring process. But
1: but that hasn't happened yet. It's not happening or yet. Or has even come close yet. It's, so gotten, you're all it's, fine. it's gotten pretty close before. Oh. It's gotten very close? Okay. Well, either way. Chances are we will read it unless you don't write. About unless anything. it's illegible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or it's like negative, derogatory, mm-hmm. and just all all around bad for reading to a PG audience for trying to keep it. So, yep. Either way. So, Mailbag. First of all, Slowbro. Why does it have a psychic typing? I mean, Slowking makes sense, but look at Slowbro. It looks so derpy. How could it have deep psychic powers? I didn't believe it until my brother showed me his base set Slowbro. Wow. Next, shouldn't Giratina be Dark Ghost? It looks so creepy and cool. It probably wouldn't be a good idea to give it to him now because of Fairy. It would make it would actually not change
0: anything about Fairy against him. It would do
1: nothing. Yeah. And plus dragon dragon. just I guess it's That'd dragon type just wouldn't work, but dark type at least would still hit.
0: So. Well, dark is weak against fairy, and so is dragon. Well, dragon just doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, if you're using it with dragon, obviously, but I'm yeah. thinking about weaknesses to fairy. Why would yeah, it? Make...
1: That's like... Yeah. So. Either way. Why would it make sense? Wouldn't it? I it it would make sense, wouldn't it? Finally, why does Whimsicott have the fairy type?
2: It I made... don't know. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Maybe you should ask her. It's a I do. I
2: think.
1: It's bay. It's a sort of like... Yeah, well, let, like I'll a finish l- let me finish the email, and then we can go into that a little bit. <laughs> it made more sense when it was grass-flying. Not really. I listened to the last two episodes. I just want to say that I also thought that whimsicott was grass-flying. I agree with you, Thatch. Bet you don't hear that a lot, eh? Hashtag roast Thatch. I'm sorry. It had to be done. <laughs> That's it. So many birds. flippity floppity flim flam Opponent node has self-destruct. So, with Whimsicott's fairy grass type, the grass type's obviously a cotton ball, which is a legitimate Mm -hmm. plant. Yeah. And the fairy typing is based off of the fact that not only is Whimsicott in the fairy egg group, but it is also based off of pixies, which are fairies. Yeah. And its actual Japanese name is Elfoon, which is basically the Japanese equivalent to a fairy. So, it makes sense. When you think about all the other yeah. context that it goes into, so until we are until we get to the point where Pokemon evolves to the point where there we now have three typing Pokemon, maybe it'll get its flying type back. I don't know if we even get to that point, but it never had flying type. Yeah, it was just yeah, it was just grass, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just grass,
0: and I always just... thought it was grass flying, and I was so confused. But either way, our it, next email it... is from uh, Basket. Hey, Puckle Peeps, after a little hiatus, your boy Basket is back to mail in these bags. First <laughs> off, I wanted to thank you, Thatch and Scrawn, for the opportunity to do the comic for the, your website. So thanks. So far, the comments have been very positive, which is great, and I'm excited to continue. That's right, Basket is doing a, uh, a, uh, comic on our website, so it's really cool. Check that out. Yeah. Before I tackle the mailbags, though, I wondered if I could shamelessly plug it a wee bit. Oh, no. okay. I was, I just did it for you. Uh, thorn slash rose version is my response to young adults. Everywhere who one of the Pokemon story to grow in maturity and character development along with them. A good majority of late teen and 20 somethings have been wanting a more realistic slash mature Pokemon comic. And is my, att- and this is my attempt. However, let me be clear that when I do say mature, I mean the threat of danger, not as in boobies and hoo Haws. Yeah, we don't so, know. <laughs> so keep your we dirty lines really out of the gutter. Yeah. Uh, the trubbish and mucks down there will appreciate it. So, without further ado, Gosh. Dad. here's the pitch. <laughs> Thorn lives in a simple, quiet lives a simple, quiet life in Wisteria, Wisteria, I'm pronouncing it incorrectly. Town near the edge of the Nettle Forest. Like every other child, he dreams of becoming a Pokemon master. Unlike most of his peers, however, his dream will become a reality. After a series of strange events, Thorn finds himself caught up in his very own Pokemon adventure. Excited at first, his journey takes a decidedly dangerous turn, and he's thrust in the middle of a conflict that stretches across the whole of the Balsam region. This adventure will test him and his Pokemon at every turn. His dream is to become a legend like Red, Blue, and Silver before him. But when the innocence of childhood fades away and the terrible reality of his situation is made clear, will he have the courage to continue? Join Thorn on the 15th of every month for a new installment of Thornthest Flash Rose Version. That plug took way longer to write than I thought it could... Synopses are harder harder to tackle than a six times boosted Metapod. Ha, uh, get it? Tackle Harden? I hate for it in forest. <laughs> All right, mailbag time. I think Grass slash Ice is the worst combo. Seven types are super effective against it. Seven types. It only resists four and takes neutral damage from everything else. So sad. So lame. So unusable. Uh, real quick, a shout out to the most brutally shafted Pokemon ever, Rotom Fan. By itself, flying electric typing is not that bad, but when in combination with his ability levitate, the the least, uh, the least cares given Pokemon ever created. It's flying electric and has levitate. Garbage. Garbage, I say. It was either a huge oversight by the creator or Rotom fan was the last one created in the Rotom line, and the guy didn't even care. <laughs> Needless to say, I am not a fan. Haha, boom, another po- pun. I'm on a roll, baby. Bustin busting moves my flip flop since nineteen ninety one. Basket.
1: I think that we've all seen that picture before, where some guy on uh, <laughs> Showdown in like a random battle. No, in random battle,
0: in random battle, there's actually a chance that you'll get a Rotom fan holding an air balloon. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Like,
1: somebody's seen that picture before.
0: Well, I mean, it I've, like, had it. I've had I've had the random <laughs> yeah, battle on yeah, Showdown like had. several times. <laughs> uh, Shamu, you get this one from Jestern.
2: All right. As is, as is well known, ice is the worst type, and would therefore be a perfect match for the worst Pokemon, for Alligator. As evidence, let me tell you why for Alligator's thinking. This was like 08, last week. I, the Joe Gator roast was last week. In that case, Electro and Dragalge are part water. Part water. Come on, a Seahorse and an Electric Eel. Gold, luck is secretly psychic. Drio is most certainly not flying. Gyarados can be pure Water or Water Dragon, but absolutely not flying. Flygon is a bug dragon. Fix it, please. The Viper could pass for Dark Poison. Burnett and Darkrai are obviously Dark Ghost. Changeling is a bell, therefore part steel. Lucario is not steel. Why is he steel? Besides a couple of hand spikes. Nope, unsat. Rotom should always be part ghost. I mean, come on. You first meet him in a haunted house at night. Coffregrigus is a haunted sarcophagus, and therefore ghost rock. Well, Rotom Stumpkin used part. to
0: actually be always ghost yeah. electric.
2: Yeah, they changed uh, his, they
0: changed that in Gen five. To
1: where he was, yeah, just, just mainly
2: because the only time he's a ghost when he's not yeah. possessing. Yeah, because
1: yeah, yeah. in the other something. possessed forms, he has it some sort sense, of like physical.
2: Yeah, yeah, he has some sort of physical
1: body. Yeah, which explains the other typing. Yeah. So, and
2: then Coffregrigus it's not even; it's just the ghost inside of it, really.
1: hmm. I'd say it's a haunted uh, coffin. Yeah. No. Yeah.
2: Like They're the, super the ghost, creepy, Stunfisk too, Stunfisk if you watch the, kind of the, the anime. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. Alright, and then Stunfisk is part water. I'm not sure what part, but he has fish in his name. In German. <laughs> Gohler gets ghost deal. After all, he's a robot.
0: Actually, That's he's based he's... on the golems of, like, Hebrew yeah. mythology. Like an and guy. they didn't actually have metal when they did that. They were based. They actually had, a... They actually were
1: made Ooh, they out of rock. With clay, and they were,
2: yeah, clay. stone, mm-hmm. stone, clay, depending on the myth. Yeah, right.
1: They had what they they used what they had. That's all. Now.
2: Also, thanks for reminding. Yeah, F, um, thanks for reminding Satch about the green Toro's badge last week. Fluffy Scott, all Fluffy Scots, or as I like to call them, Kerfluffles, Fluffles, just got all the cool points in my mind. Thanks to you. Drapion, thanks to you, too. I think my Drapionese is still both body, is still price body. Bye everyone. Jester, what well was you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, you get this next one from Hexmaniac Locke, Viger.
1: Hexmaniac? Yeah. Uh, Locke. Hold on, I guess I picked the wrong... Do they picked... do?
0: It's the mailbag. That's the Okay, subject. That's
1: that was the one that I picked. I was like, I do not see where that is. Okay, so, from the dark and of Time, an exclamation point appears. Stepping from the darkness is Ethan's eternal rival. <laughs> it is, he is Hexmaniac Locke. Hi, Puckle. Long time, multi-month late email. I haven't disappeared, just faded into the shadows, where I will come out <laughs> of the shadows and attack you. Then fade into the shadows and attack you. While relaxing in that darkness, I've been listening to the podcast that got me into podcasts and building hype again for the upcoming Go and Z. As a listener for the past two years, I am proud to see what Puckle has become. I'm sorry I missed the U T C and the Summer League, and I wanted to get into the Little Cup Tournament, but life finds a way to keep Pokemon of keeping Pokemon out of my hands on a regular basis. You and Bo, Bo as well. <laughs> A couple mailbags I wanted to cover since I missed them and kept intending to write in. How Pokemon has affected your life. Honestly, I would say that Pokemon is the cornerstone to most of my gaming. Sure, I gamed as a kid with Mario and Zelda games, but I don't think it was until Pokemon that I ever truly got invested in a game. Favorite Pokemon. Despite my mania for hexing, my favorite poke is not a ghost. It is actually a giant fiery puffball that gets the short end of the evolutionary stick flareon well competitively inviable, flareon holds a special place in my heart as my first fire type back in gen one i picked bulbasaur flareon filled a role that wasn't covered before he also is a giant ball of fluff that everyone should love even if he is a demon who destroys pokemon boxes twitch plays pokemon reference right there mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen why for sucks he wants to be a water Godzilla and is more just a slightly overgrown alligator. And he spelled alligator just yes. like for alligator. <laughs> Pretty sure my chandelier could take him down with an energy ball. Hashtag roast thatch. Dragon and now for the mo- <laughs> And now for the most recent mailbag, Pokemon with weird types. I've always thought it was weird that Dodrio and Doduo were flying. More importantly, not flying ground. I know its flying type comes from the days when it it was a bird type and not flying, but other Pokemon have gotten type updates. Why not them? It seriously just makes no sense. It it really doesn't because like if anybody's Mm -hmm. played any of the uh, I would think they're based
2: off like the dodo bird. Yeah. Yeah, basically. No, they're based off
1: ostriches. Or ostriches. Ostriches. But uh, what 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 (laughs) I've always yeah, we don't have any two headed birds in (laughs) this world either way. What I was found was really, what was really stupid was Pokemon Stadium and I guess any of the other games afterwards, Dodrio could learn Fly. Yeah, and he could learn Fly. He still can learn Fly. Yeah, and the animation that they chose to have him do was just, he
2: yeah,
0: right.
1: runs in place in the air. So
0: That's he's... what like all Pokemon do when they use Fly. There's actually an animation for all of the Pokemon using all of the moves in Pokemon Stadium because of Metronome. Yeah. Because every Pokemon back then could learn Metronome.
1: Right. It was just, well, because Dotrio could learn fly naturally, mm-hmm. or by HM, I guess. It was just weird just to see this flightless bird just run into the sky and then just pedal there in the air. And I'm like, that is not physically possible. No. <laughs> but this is Pokemon logic that we're going by, so. Also, Golet and Golurk being ghost ground is confusing. They should have been the first ghost steel types. Now that I'm complaining about having a ghost ground type, I just don't see how they could pick ground over steel for that design. Basically, it's what we talked about. Yeah, we've about. already said they, this. They, they, they yeah, used already... it at the time. They couldn't make metal. Yes. They mm-hmm. just made stone statues, basically, mm-hmm. but out of mud and dirt and clay, maybe. So there there's your explanation there, guys. I could go on, but this is getting long and unless it's Whimsicott, no one will want to read this much. Flip you on the catch flop, Hex Maniac lock. Also,
0: uh I think Golurk is one of the coolest designs in the world. I could talk about it for another day it's, though.
1: Yeah,
2: can oh, I cool. just like that weird like little like what is it? Um the seal that... its chest,
0: The or... seal that should be yeah, like that, the like, mega the Golurk. Thing, but yeah, let's not talk about that too much or what? we're gonna one go more. for like
1: ever. One more, just one thing about Golurk, though. The fact that he can retract his legs and blast off like a rocket is very. (laughs) Very awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. The
2: fact he learns fly too. Yes,
1: like, he was one. He was <laughs> my main guy that I used to fly around in Gen Five. <laughs> just Look,
2: in the you're, you're you're ground and you're a ghost, but you fly. Okay, I'm not gonna. Okay. I'm not gonna.
1: But then the anime just clearly shows it's like, oh, he just retracts his legs and shoots fire out of his butt. That's <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> it turned into a, like, a rock.
0: All right, we got okay. we got to move on, guys. We got to <laughs> move on. Moving on. Moving on. Okay, so our next one is from Link Hawkins. Hello there, Thatch and co host I am Link Hawkins, new to the Puckle scene, but very much enjoying all that I have seen so far. A little background on me. I started listening to your podcast on episode 197, fell in love from there. That was only like five weeks ago. Yeah. (laughs) I've been a Pokemon player since... I mean, I'm happy that he's listening, which is great. I have been a Pokemon player since the literal launch day of Red and Blue, and I've entered the competitive scene with the introduction of Gen 5. I do a little of Smogon and VGC-style battles. I also recently compete completed my first playable deck for the TCG, featuring my very first Pokemon card, Eevee. I enjoy the Pokemon universe so much that my wife Loving refers to me as a Pokey Dork, though she has no interest in Pokemon, except Rumble Blast on Wii U. She does not try to hold me back from enjoying the game. Enough about me, let's get to the mailbag question for the week. What Pokemon do you think have a weird type? Well, to answer that, I think I'll need to break it into a two-part answer. Golduck. Anytime I think about Golduck, and to a lesser extent Psyduck, I think about a water psychic type, not just a water type. I think there was a missed opportunity there by Game Freak. I'm not 100% sure why I have always thought this guy was water psychic, but I think it has to do with a little bit of the anime, and I watched some of Psyduck's Pokédex entries, where it refers to its psychic powers. Either way, I know this guy is just a water type, but I always wanted to be a water psychic. Second, Pyroar and Helioptile. Why are they part normal? That was just something I never understood. It's not that I do not like that they are part normal. as There have been a small lacking of normal types in the secondary typing of some sort. It makes for some nice use of the move hyper voice, though that assumes as huge spikes in usage thanks to the ability area late and Pixelate. Uh I think it's a great subtype, and it could have been used, but I understand why. <laughs> I think it's I really cool, it.
1: actually. Yeah, it just gives them more stab opportunities. Yeah, it gives them stab opportunities and, and an immunity to Ghost. But in a practical I, sense, yeah, I don't really understand the normal typing either. I think they just
2: wanted to bring back, back the normal type. They wanted to bring it back. hmm Like, yeah. we need some more normal types. Here, let's just dual type them.
0: Yeah, I they think it was really more cool. more normal types. I thought it was very it was cool. I thought it was a very cool addition, honestly. Yeah. But
1: yeah. trying to catch them. Just me. like yeah. Why are my ghost a lot types, of types are not just...
2: working? I think a lot of types do, and they don't make sense. It's just like, okay, they look at the Pokemon, the types they already have. It's like, oh. Okay, we probably should have to throw one, at least one of this type in there, so they're plop mm-hmm. it on something, or dual-type something. That's that probably what sense. they do. Yeah. But, uh-huh. like, you can't... You're not going to have a generation without at least probably one new... Like, one type. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. going to at least introduce one of each type in a generation, or with any new sets of Pokemon. It's, like,
0: mm-hmm. Well, with that said, thank you, thank you guys for all you are doing, that all you are doing. Keep up the good, great work, and I hope to be a much more active Puckalonian now that I'm here. Hopefully always cohesive and understandable. Until next time, thank you, Link Hawkins. P.S. I made a post on the trade board looking for an RCS for a friend who wants to complete a living decks, like I do. Sadly, I only have one and I cannot help him. If there's anyone, can you please answer me on the thread? I think I'll do that. I have an extra one. Uh, yeah. Again, thanks a ton. So our next one is from Aunt Janice. You got this one, Shamu.
2: Yep. Hey guys, it's Aunt Janice here again. I wish I hadn't skipped last week's mailbag, because then I could have gone on and on about Gyarados, my favorite Pokemon. Alas, I missed this that week, so I'll wait to I'll wait to one day answer that question if it comes up again. As far as the mailbag goes, I think that Darker Eyes types Darker Type makes total, total sense since Dark is literally in its name. Though I agree though I do agree that it would have made more sense to have a dark ghost typing for it. Yeah, Lucius. That kind of makes sense, mm-hmm. but you don't really need a ghost to add on to it because Dark just kind of it hides in the shadows, really. Yeah, is just Dark.
0: Keep going. Lugia's
2: typing didn't make sense to me either, especially since it could have easily been Water Flying. I think that Articuno with Water with Water type Pokemon TCG's typing can get confusing, but upon finding out that it's Ice Flying. Like, I realized there was nothing stopping the creators from making Lugia water-flying. Well, I think Lugia is just because of telepathy, really. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where it gets the psychic typing from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then basically, you, the movie. You can just use psychic the powers to make whirlpools and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I will plug my Gyarados into this email because typing doesn't make sense to me. Mm. I have no clue why Mega Mech- Gyarados is this flying type and gains dark. But then, I have no clue why Gyarados is a the flying type either. Maybe the flying dragon? I would have... Yeah, I kind of... It's, it's a
1: flying dragon. There that's is true. an Can
2: explanation they, behind it. It's the Chinese dragon, isn't it? Yeah.
1: There, there's the whole myth of... Yeah. The carp jumps over... Jumps through a cave over a waterfall... And then tr- transforms the into a giant flying dragon. So... Dragon or something? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why the flying type exists... And also explains Gyarados' serpentine body. But the dark type for its mega evolution... I guess... Corruption, maybe? I don't really know. I oh, know, I thought it was very interesting, though. I thought it was very interesting, another Ooh. Dark Water, aside from Greninja. Oh no, it oh. sounds like
0: we lost Shamu. He's coming back, though. Uh-oh.
1: I'll, I'll finish up the email.
0: I'll finish up the email, it's okay. Uh, I think that the Mega Evolved uh, Gyarados should have kept its original type, and I think that Gyarados should have been Water Dark from the start. The yeah. anime always goes on about how Gyarados is angry and aggressive, might as well make it a Dark type. Otherwise, most type things are usually explained by looking at the meta of or, meta origin of a Pokemon and the inspiration for it, as was the case with Granbull, who should have been a very dark type, and many others. Speaking of weird Pokemon things, maybe you should discuss the counterintuitive Pokemon movesets, like a flying Tauros or a Growlet that never learns Growl.
1: Yeah, there you uh, go.
0: <laughs> now I feel like I should end my email with some reference to the great Flip Flop, but I don't, I don't get it as a minute to be a listener. I, I run the show and I don't get it, so it's fine. Uh <laughs> So here's a fun fact. I still wear flip-flops in 30 and 40 degree weather. (laughs) And Janice.
1: And you still have all your toes?
0: (laughs) You get this next one from the DDG Maniac.
1: Alrighty. Hi, Thatch and randomly encountered hosts. It's Dennis, the DDG Maniac. Sending another mailbag this year. Or this week. Year. What am I thinking? You guys already spoke of some of the Pokemons that... For me, they have some weird typing, but I'll add to them a few more, starting with Mawile. If I remember correctly, this cute Pokemon was Steel dark type in 3rd gen, but for some unknown reason, they decided to get rid of the dark typing and put fairy. I would have preferred if it was a dark fairy instead. Actually... Wasn't Mawile just solid steel? It was just solid
0: steel, it was never steel. So there dark.
1: wasn't even a dark type. No nope. a dark type too. never even a dark dead. type to
0: Maw Isle. I was I was really excited. It was the first pure steel type Pokemon.
1: And that would have been interesting beating uh Pontiard and Bisharp to the steel dark type mm-hmm. Which does make sense. I mean those jaws or horns or whatever they, they're yeah, I mean it is based
0: that. on it is based on like an evil like uh story, but yeah. Yeah.
1: I can see the dark, I can see the confusion and the understanding of, hey, Dark type does actually fit in with this Pokemon. Mm Because it's very deceiving. But, either way. Uh, number two, Mega Gallade. Psychic fighting type is okay, but I have to admit Game Freak lost a chance there to to make him fairy fighting. Why? You may be thinking? Look at Gardevoir. For most fans, we see her like the queen of the fairies, like Titania from Celtic mythology. Then her husband would be over on the king of the fairies, which it would be Gallade. Also, it would have gained a repertoire, a repertoire of moves that would most likely make him a big threat inside the metagame. That is pretty interesting. Mm, maybe. Fairy, fairy fighting type is an interesting combination. Type so,
0: I, I feel like you you lose all, I mean you lose all of the fairy type weaknesses then. Yeah. Uh because steel or fighting resists those and then Yeah, that might I, just be like an OP type, honestly. Yeah. That might actually just get a little ridiculous. Yeah. I think that's a typing we won't see it for a would, while.
1: Maybe Gen seven will introduce the first fairy fighting and we'll see how that pans out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. But I I kind of I kinda of stick with what Mega Gallade had is like mm-hmm. it was psychic fighting because it was originally psychic
0: yeah I I don't I don't agree too There'd... much with type changes in Mega Evolution I like it when they add types and yeah. I mean the Gyarados situation was pretty cool I accept that yeah but other than that I don't think too many of them are necessary yeah
1: well that was that I'll send my mailbag with a thanks to Whimsicott for the Italian accent and for suggesting to breed a Whimsicott also Thatch. I have taken on the mission of making the ultimate Feraligator so it can become more viable that it are, than it already is. I will let you know once I have made some significant progress with my Feraligator named Thatch Junior.
0: Wonderful. And while we wait for Shamu to come back, I will take the next email. <laughs> uh, he's coming back. back. His computer apparently just died, <laughs> so
2: come he's back.
0: working <laughs> on it. Uh, so this next one is from N G M Star, N J M Star. My bad. Ah. Hello, Thatch and assorted Puckle host. I haven't solidified a Puckle name yet, but currently I have been attempting as NGM Star. I'm a new mailer, but I've been listening for quite some time. Actually, since July this year, when I finally purchased a 3DS and got the mail back, got back into Pokemon Full Swing. I was waiting for the right time to write in and be involved in the community, but living down in Australia, I never see anyone else in the chat. Probably because of the time difference in the full-time university schedule. Mm. I think we can t- we can thank Thatch for encouraging me to get in touch with the show and show my support to the community. There are actually a lot of Italian listeners, and I think that they should yeah. all get together and hang out. Yeah, <laughs> there's Whimsicott like a huge leader. <laughs> well, she's not from she's not from Aust- I mean Aust- Australian. She's not Australian. Uh, there's a lot saying? of Australian Italian. listeners. Well, you said a lot. I of said Italian. Italian. I said Italian, and that's my fault because I was thinking of Whimsicott in my head. Right. I was thinking that's I was thinking not Americans.
1: Shamu is back! Yay, yeah. yay Shamu, you're back. <laughs>
0: Yay. I'm going to finish this email, and then we can go back to our regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> uh, Regular scheduled reading list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my love of Pokemon has been unwavering since I was a wee lad. And actually, I have lived in many countries. Australia, the United States, Singapore. Uh, Pokemon was always a constant factor growing up. It wasn't until I was in high school that I no longer had a portable system to play on. But that didn't stop me. I've been an avid user of Game Boy emulators and always seem to play gold or silver. When I started university, I downloaded the Reddit community game that was called Pokemon Omicron. I have heard about this; uh, it is absolutely yeah. amazing, and I highly recommend it to anyone in the Puckle community who are looking for a long-lasting story with multiple characters, slash pop culture references, and a more PG-13ish type type themes. Uh, there, he sends us a link. It's just r slash Pokemon Zeta Omicron. Uh, It was there that I got involved with breeding and competition, and decided to bite the bullet and purchase the real deal and start again with a handheld and Oras, which led me here. I was wondering if Thatch and I could coordinate time differences to sort out a six IV Ditto so I could start breeding and competing with the community. Possibly, actually, I have a bunch of those lying around. Actually, I might be
2: able to yep. do two though. Yeah, Shamu's
0: actually on like an alternate ske- like an alternate world schedule. Yeah. Uh, I, I he lives in a different steps. dimension, <laughs>
2: so I don't know. I don't know any really times them, but at least for Eastern, it's it, like. Well,
0: he's in Australia, right? So it's like a fourteen gathered. hour time difference.
2: Oh, okay, I thought I could do. I could do the math. They're like
0: fourteen hours in the future.
2: Yeah, but I'm so, pretty much up when everyone else is asleep.
0: Yeah. So yeah, you, if you go into the chat box, you might be able to run in the shamu. Yeah. Hopefully,
2: uh, I'm at least there though. Cause...
0: I don't mind waking up before sunrise or end up staying up late. Uh. I really want to become uh, more involved as the Pokemon Club in my school has this weird jock mentality and don't seem too open to outsiders. That's odd. That really sucks, actually. Show them your fighting types. <laughs> They'll show you respect. <laughs> Finally, the mailbag. I can't really talk about poke- about type weirdness that you didn't already mention, but to me, I always thought that Kangaskhan would be better suited for a fighting type. However, I could just be weird. Uh, I do have more to say about my favorite Pokemon, which is by far Dragonite. He always had my back in any game and comes in clutch in troubling situations. Also, I always pick Totodile or alligator. I completely understand the favoritism there. Don't stress about the discriminators. I think they drink too much haterade. Ooh. Fun fact, in Australia, flip-flops are called thongs. Namaste. Yeah,
2: yeah, star. <laughs> someone was saying they didn't know that, and I swear really? that was right. Yeah, someone. Said, I don't know who was in the chat, because ta- we were talking about flip-flops, mm-hmm. and
1: I used, right, I always called not- <laughs> I always called flip flops thongs. All right, little.
0: <laughs> so we've got three more left. So you've got the third one down, Shamu from Hipster Lizardon.
2: This uh... okay. There we go. Okay. Hello, Puckle. Dog. This is my first email to you all, so I'll take the time to introduce myself. My name is Hipster Lizardon, and I've been listening to your show for a little over a week now. Ooh. I've been browsing Ooh. through your back catalog, and I have to say that over the years, that show has definitely found its footing. Thank you. <laughs> Kudos. <laughs> Kudos for sticking with it for so long. I didn't even know podcasts existed in 2007. I think they
0: literally started in like 2006 or 2007.
2: Yeah, that was pretty much early Yeah. On. The podcast is clearly maturing along with its hosts. The one thing I admire most about Puckle is the community that Trainer Thatch and company have put together. Pokemon is designed to be a social game, and it's clear you guys get that. And in. That vein, I'm throwing my hat into the ring for the Green Toro to hedge. Now for the mailbag. You don't understand how happy I was when I saw my saw the most recent mailbag question. I've been at at a loss about this Pokemon's typing since 1998, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. This Pokemon is, of course, Gyarados. My question is, my 18-year-old question is uh, is why on <laughs> Arceus's green Pokemon world. Is Gyarados a flying type? Like, really? For one, it learns nary a flying type move. Not by leveling up. Not by any machines, hidden or otherwise. Nothing. So there isn't even a stab benefit to be had. I mean, come on, it can't even learn fly. Well, we did. We fly. did. Ex- we did explain.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It It's lore.
2: Like, Pidgey can learn fly, but then why can um? What was the Pokemon we were talking about that learns? Golurk. Yeah. Golurk like, learns fly too. So <laughs> this isn't yeah. really. It's like.
1: It's, don't worry about it. Don't Keep going, Shamu. can learn fly, and he doesn't have any wings, so.
2: Pidgey <laughs> can learn fly in the length of my forearm. Gyarados is a 21-foot-long water dragon. If it's a flying poke Pokemon, why can't I just hop on its back? You know what? No, I take that back. If you, the move tutor, you can teach it one flying-type move. Bounce. This move is called bounce for a reason. Technically, it does not even require the ability to fly or even generate lift or gusts of wind. It literally requires the Pokémon to jump really, really high in the air. So the only flying move that Gyarados can learn is one that it can also be learned by Magikarp, and Waylord, and Diggersby, and Ponyta, and Magikarp. <laughs> Come on now, if Magikarp can learn it. It doesn't count. In regards to defense, it gains some useful resist- the resistances against Fighting and Bugs, and immunity to Ground, and loses the weakness to Grass. But for that, it traded the weakness to Rock, quadruple Kryptonite-level weakness to Electric, and loses, and loses its resistance to Ice. All in all, I'm not so sure that it was worth it, especially since the ground immunity g- immunity is nice. But being a water type, ground pokes are, were probably on the fast track to the Pokémon Center anyways. Or wherever wild pokes go when they faint. Where is that anyways? Do they just lay there until they sleep it off? If you faint a Psyduck while... In the water, does it just flow to the bottom and drown? If Ketapy is knocked out in tall grass, what sets up it from being a Pharaoh's dinner? All, anyways, all in all, Gyarados really shouldn't be a flying type, or rather, if it needed to be for some reason, it should really be able to learn at least one flying type move that isn't, that can't also be learned by a giant whale, or a horse, or Magikarp. And please don't get me started on Mega Gyarados. Why dark? Why not? I don't know, dragon? I mean, look at him. Oh, well.
0: But then there'd be so the many difference. dragon megas. Yeah,
2: yeah, I think they did it, too, because the the um, leader, or, like, Lysandre, or whatever. Like yeah. That. I said, so like, oh, yeah. this is his main Pokemon, we'll just make it, we'll give him like a loop evolution, make it dark, because he's a villain.
1: Well, Gyarados has always been the, well, it is, what's it its species' of,
2: name? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, Shrimp, keep going. Keep doing what you're doing, catch you on the latch circuit.
1: Still um, Hang on Give me one sec while I look up Gyarados' species name because I think that does explain its okay, uh, um, the atrocious it, Pokemon.
2: Okay. Yeah, that makes dark sense. Like that
1: kind of makes it.
2: it more. it has that scary appearance? It mm-hmm. kind of. It's always known design. about.
1: It's always known about attacking literally everything it comes across. So to give it a dark type does kind of make it fit. But. Again, with the flying type, it's based off of Chinese mythology. Yeah. Carp swimming through a gate turns into a flying serpentine like dragon. Alright, get even this the... next one from uh, Shuckles, Biger. Shuckles, alrighty. Well, this email has been delayed because I've been fuming with rage, and Shuckle doesn't even learn the move rage. To start things off, I need to address the fact that Dr. Shaman's favorite Pokemon totally rocks! And that's it's not just because it's a rock type. time. <laughs> Those of you who said negative things about Shuckle need to listen very closely. One of the things Shuckle has been known for is the fact that it has the potential to produce the most damage of any Pokemon in existence. And basically, he goes through an entire breakdown of Yeah, this Shuckle. is
0: very well known, I believe. We yeah. don't have to read the whole thing. Yeah, just know the that there's... the maximum of damage it can deal is two, two, 213, 213 million.
1: 896,016. Yes. And that is usually against a flying bug type. Yeah. Like
2: the
1: way. Like, like yeah, he, yeah. Used Le- he uses Letty although I would probably use Combi instead. Combi might be
2: weaker. Yeah, Combi, yeah, Combi
1: might be weaker. More if you're able to build up Shuckle to the point and break down Combi to that level, so...
2: But i you got to use this in a double battle, too. So it's yeah.
1: Kind of yeah. I, Even I a mark- triple.
2: I think it would be a triple, maybe. But then you need two, um,
1: two helping hands. Yeah, don't worry about it too much. Keep reading the. Don't do, don't do the math. But there's a, there's a whole mess of breakdowns and multipliers and defensive curls and whatnot to produce that maximum damage. So anyway, lots of damage. You might be saying to yourself that this sounds a little far fetched, but it's not because as cool as far fetched is, it can't touch the ultimate power of Shuckle. to achieve the greatness. The greatest damage output ever is a feat that doesn't come easy. Once you've done it, you can sit back and tell yourself that you've done something few others have been able to achieve. It's the Grand Slam of the World Series. It's like landing on the moon. It's the Nobel Prize of Pokemon battles. And Deoxys, Rayquaza, and Mewtwo, in all their glory, can't even come close. Besides Thatch and Crew, how can I expect that you know anything about Shuckle, or any Pokemon for that matter, when you don't even know... The typing of Whimsicott, Grass Fairy. Anyway, okay, with that out of the way, <laughs> let's keep moving. I'm excited for the newly announced Trick or Treat Battle spot competition. It's not Trick or Treat, that's what it was called last year. It's called it's Spooky Cup now. Spooky Cup now, the Halloween Battlespot competition mm-hmm. thing. I like the limits on who can be used, and I love that no Mega Stones can be used. Shuckles a little peeved that no Mega Stone has been announced for him yet.
2: I wonder shuckle. what I... that would even be that like I don't think I can't imagine a mega shuckle.
1: How about a shuc a shuckle head coming out of all the holes in a shell? Just... <laughs> <I don't,
0: laughs> but what I
2: would it actually
1: I... do? Like nothing.
0: Exactly yeah. it's like I, I don't know. Like it's defenses can't get any better. It can't change its HP because it's a mega evolution and even if you improve its like attack speed or like special attack stats, it's like nothing. Yeah, and you just what
2: went if it, like, this broke entire... out of the shell and just became a blob that's incredibly fast.
1: <laughs> Maybe
2: that's like the only thing it. I can imagine. Really. It sounds awful, it, still.
1: It, yeah, it, you just went through this. You just went through this. Yeah, it's like you just went through this entire breakdown of how he can have the most damage output, and you want to give him a mega evolution. I don't follow your logic. Here. Either way, keep going. <laughs> Either way, regarding Pokemon types that don't make sense, I think Azurl as a normal fairy was odd why normal and not water there's nothing normal about a little blue mouse looking looking creature bouncing on its oversized ball of a tail Fluffius, i'm wondering if all fossils are rock type not because they take on rock typing but because ancient rock types fossilize better than other pokemon due to their typing that's interesting yeah i think it's the prehistoric Mm -hmm. aspect of those pokemon that they were Stones before So there'll be Stones now mm-hmm. As for azrael, I think it's Wouldn't you say that Azrael wouldn't really Like do well in the water I, It was like always that. a normal type To
0: begin with Which I yeah. thought was odd But it makes yeah. more sense Because it's just like The smaller version of Merrill, And Merrill can just swim Or something I thought it was very I thought it was I thought it was a cool you, I,
1: Change you, to I, the typing In
0: the evolutionary line
1: I'd always think Like Asriel wouldn't be able To keep its body up Because it doesn't have Any arms Mm-hmm. So That's it's true. just like the ball part of its tail would be floating above the water, and it would be down there. So maybe it doesn't swim well. I feel like... That's why it's not. Well, actually... let's
0: let's move on from there, or we're going to have a longer yeah. episode than the 200th
1: episode. Yeah, so, well, time for me to withdraw. Shuckles. So uh,
0: so here we go from... Uh, our last email is from Bosefus. Uh, salutations, Thatch, Viger, and Dr. Shamu, MD. <laughs> it's your best, best friend-slash-favorite moron, Bosefus, back with an yet... With yet another no doubt terrible email, the palindrome episodes are my favorite, so I'm sure I'll love this one too. In uh Bostafus news, Candy Bars and I have been selling Pokemon cards on eBay, and it's been going surprisingly well. We lowball everything, so we always are the ha- we are always the cheapest of the singles we have, and we're struggling to keep the inventory in store. The hardest part is just entering everything in. who's... Allow me to make this smooth and flawless transition to the mailbag. I'll do two because I missed last week. My favorite Pokemon is Fat Pikachu from the manga. Yeah. Anime Pikachu with a neck is not only lame <laughs> and gross looking, Fat Pikachu for the win. Plus when he goes up with ye- teams up with yellow for Gigavolt. Wait, I don't want to spoil too much. Go read the manga nerds.
2: Yep. <laughs> I liked
0: a bunch of the Pokemon you guys brought up last week, especially Volbeat. I super wish he were Bug Electric. And Musquasarin should have totally stayed bug water bug.
1: Wait,
0: what did you just call it? Uh, Masquas, uh,
1: it's Masquerain. It's Masquerain. There right you know. <laughs> uh, Water right? Yeah, I was. Are that's awful. But
0: about? I also would have been cool with uh with Dark because of its markings. My pick for the biggest missed opportunity is Gudra. Why, guys? Why not Poison Dragon? Why? Honorable that's- mention to poor Gyarados and Aerodactyl who got gypped out of being dragons. All right, guys, keep up the dandiness, smell your flip-flops later, b-b-b-b-bosavis.
1: thats a very uh, good point. It's like, yeah, Aerodactyl uh, and Gyarados could use, usually, they could use a dragon type. Uh, I don't know, they're
0: just having too many dragon types then.
1: But Gudra, yeah. yeah, definitely poison dragon.
0: was a missed opportunity mm-hmm. there. Uh, so, point, mailbag badge, do we think anybody deserved it yeah. this week? Uh, let me look through these oh. again.
1: There's so many. <laughs> yeah,
0: there were a lot this week. There were a lot this week. Uh, okay. Let's uh, see. I actually really liked uh, Njm Star.
1: Njm Star.
0: Yeah. He uh, is uh, four down. Four down. Uh,
1: okay,
0: there he is. I prefer. I liked him a lot. That's, he's got my vote.
1: Uh, I'm just kind of sifting through these again because there's so many. Um, yeah, I, I'd say I'd go with him too. Okay, Shamu, your vote doesn't count.
0: NJM Star, you get the I Green Taurus badge. You can submit for it at com. So, congratulations. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, so next week the mailbag question is What's your favorite Little Cup Pokemon or Little Cup story, even if it's from like the Pokemon Stadium days? So, uh, send that into PucklePodcast at gmail.com. We always just take emails in general as well. Just send it into PucklePodcast at gmail.com. In the meantime, if you want to do a lot of other cool stuff this week with Puckle, you can just come and hang out at the website, as I've said already, PucklePodcast.com. On top of that, you can follow us on Twitter, at PucklePodcast. You can like us on Facebook and follow that page, which is Facebook.com slash PucklePodcast. You can subscribe to our subreddit, r slash Puckle. You can also follow us on Tumblr at PucklePodcast.com, or PucklePodcast.tumblr.com. And you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is putting out weekly videos now, on Wednesdays, so check that out, and also get ready for that super special episode that's coming out later this week uh, for you all to listen to. So uh, you have plenty of Puckle stuff to do this week before until next week, but I hope to hear from you guys. Uh, most importantly, also, if you would, take the time, if you like the podcast and you want to help see it grow, it'd be really great if you guys could just go to iTunes or whatever you're listening to us on and just leave us a review. Those help me out, they inspire me a lot to come back week after week and keep producing this content. And it's mm-hmm. really nice to hear from you guys and hear that you're getting involved in just that little way. Just to be like, this is a cool podcast. I want to see it grow. Just go to iTunes. Put it in there. And I'll love you forever.
1: Yep. If anything, tell your you friends. Get... Tell your coworkers. Tell your parents. They may not know what podcasts are, but still tell them nonetheless. Yeah. people. I'm surprised that people still don't know what podcasts are. That
0: surprises <laughs> me. Yep. They're getting bigger, though. Uh, so I guess uh, since that's all we have for today, I'm Trainer Thatch.
1: I'm Shemu
0: MD and I'm Viger and here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower it's closing time